if we're live. Let's see if we're live. I'm going to be joined by the great Curtis Stone from the field TV. Uh, you may know him as the urban, the urban farmer. I love that because it shows people that they can grow stuff anywhere. Uh, Curtis was um, known in we're, we're Cologne, Canada, and uh, had this like one eighth acre. Started, he was like a, a Montreal hipster. Set up, started gardening, started market gardening. Like even just off one eighth of an acre, started being able to make a whole living off selling microgreens. Started teaching people how to sell microgreens. Then expanded, expanded. Now he is probably one of the most resilient. He's in one of the most resilient positions of anyone I know. So I just sent him the invite. He's doing, we're, we're trying to do a little gravy thing here. We're trying to open up the gravy fire hose where he's live streaming right now. And uh, now he's going to join me. He's going to send all his people over here. We'll see how that works out. Good morning, Music Bear. Good morning, Allie. Good morning, Denmark Bear. Denmark Bear, I sent you a Christmas card. Do you get it? I know it's probably going to take like three and a half years to get to Denmark because we all know how slow your little boats are. And then it probably has to go horseback over the countryside. You know, and they have to go down streets called like Knurfinder. And, uh, but we sent you a, a Christmas card. I just watched Curtis live stream. Oh, that's from Unauthorized. Yeah, and if you guys want to join the chat without understanding how Telegram works, just uh, join unauthorized.tv. Great time to join. And we have it now synced up. So when you talk in that chat, I get to see it. Because I, yo, yo, there's Curtis. Let me uh, get him going here. Hello. Yo, yo, buddy. How are you, man? Nice, uh, nice uh, instrument behind you. Was that an upright Yeah, that's bass? my bass. Beautiful. Yeah. Used to play that. I haven't touched it in years, but plan yeah. on getting back into it when things slow down a little bit. Nice. Yeah, I got both my, two of my sons are in violin pretty intensely. So strings are, uh, strings. Fucking rights. Yeah, dude, music's, music's great for training their algorithmic minds. Oh. Dude, music's great. I, I've been getting back into music really like like I haven't I'm not playing actively. I will this winter. My I, I play songs with my kids on the guitar, but I'm really getting back into what like my favorite kind of music, which is fusion jazz. I know it might <laughs> that that probably not your thing, but I I fucking love it. I love it. I just love complicated music. Not and but melodic. I don't like the atonal shit. I hate the where it's like everything is a fucking seven dominant thirteen. It is like, like ridiculous chords. Like, do you like bitches? Yeah, brew? exactly. Yeah, I can't stand bitches intense. brew. Yeah, it's yeah, like... I can't stand bitches brew. I don't like. I'll like with j some jazz. I I don't mind if they go. They'll go outside a little bit, but then they'll bring it back, and I find it can tell a more interesting story musically, yeah. sort of harmonically, you know. But yeah, the wanky shit, like, uh, like Peter Brotsman with his like fifteen piece brass. So they're who's all just good? Which I look the wrong into. Notes. Like, which I look what? into for good fusion. Because all I knew from fusion jazz was bitches brew, and I loved kind of blue. So I like, yeah. I, I thought Kind of Blue was like the perfect. It's perfect jazz record. Yeah, for especially like a rainy Montreal where you used to live or like sure. New York City. Like rain's coming down. It's like. Totally. I got the piano, please. You know, like. like oh, that's, I love it. That's I love cool. It. Yeah. So what? That song. But, no, so you know what? You know what I, what it's been a really good rabbit hole for me with music recently is. The Wolfpack. Do you know Wolfpack? Have you ever heard of those guys? No. They've gone viral. They they have like they they do 
They, they do these videos where they all play and then one camera just follows and zooms in on them. And they went really viral a number of years ago. But they're a really amazing collective musicians and, and all of them have really good discographies. But the other guys that I really like are Snarky Puppy. Snarky, I'm going to write this down. Snarky Puppy, those that. cheesy name. But those guys, every musician in their fucking collective has an incredible discography. And I've re- there's this guitar player, Mark Latiri. The guy's an absolute maniac. He's kind of like, it's all melodic, super rhythmic and melodic. And a lot of these guys have taken what like happened with heavy metal a bit and incorporated it into jazz. That's not just like swinging and just doing the same cliche, but is really rhythmically dynamic and interesting and melodic. It's long songs. And, you know, it's, it's, it's music for musicians. Dude, you know, Bar- it's not, it's not Bar- pop. Bar- Bar- just said, Jazz before the Jews paid the blacks and cocaine was great. <laughs> He's half black, by the way, so he knows. Boer Bear knows oh, yeah. exactly about being oh, paid in cocaine. Yeah, oh, they're almost. No. It does feel like the 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 bitches brew was like Miles getting mad at beauty, like he was just like. Nah. No, it, it has Dude, cocaine. That's the Omega male, right? That's the Omega male yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. That's that, that's that smash everything. That's the grabbler, you know, getting in and just like, nah, make everything <laughs> ugly. It's, po- it's postmodernism, right? It's, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, uh, what's art? Standing around jerking off on, a, on, a, on the Mona Lisa, you know, like stupid, stupid shit. I mean, when I lived in Montreal, I saw that shit. All this avant-garde art. And the music scene with just noise, you go into this venue, it's all dark and smoky. It's just like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> and, and all these like, yeah, yeah. All these like hipster gamma males, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. that's so rad. That's so badass. It's yeah. so fucking bad. And they're like, and this is what's inside of me. But the yeah, reason, like, like gammas yeah. are way worse than omegas. Actually, some omegas I relate to, like I actually think are pretty cool. It's the gamma wants to be that, but in charge. You know, 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 a lot of Omegas are like, just leave me alone. I was molested. I just want everyone to leave me alone. And I get that. But the Gamma's like, okay, I want, I love ugly and I'm awful and I want to be in charge and I want to subvert order. And so that's so much worse, you know, like. Because the Gamma male is a collectivist. The Omega is still somewhat of an individualist, right? A raw individual. And the Omega, just like the classic, uh, inversion of the, all the Masonic shit in the story, you know, the hero's journey, all these things. The Omega can actually invert to a, a, an alpha, I think. Yeah, 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 it can. It's the, the spirit of anger and rage. And then it's sort of like the, the um, what's his name? Nietzsche, Nietzsche, kind of this thing of you can now take that and be productive with it. You can take your natural inclination to hate and destroy and actually turn that into doing good yeah that's cool man and it's yeah yeah because i can see a lot of i don't know if you guys are what's going on in canada but in america at least culturally things are getting pretty wild like oh it's the same it's all the same yeah Yeah. things are getting revealed at a very fast pace i know but at the same time it's like it's like awesome and crazy at the same time I, i don't know what's yeah so canada and america are going through the same thing it's oh it's it's madness i mean here We're ahead of you guys in some ways, but we're a smaller country, so we're, li- we're more harmless. Like, I've always seen this in the U.S. It's like, the U.S., there are avenues for freedom that don't exist in Canada. It's kind of pros and cons on both sides. But the thing that's scary about the U.S. is the state is just that much bigger because there's that much more people. 
And it's a lot more forceful. Canada, like I describe Canada these days as fascism in pink with a, with a rainbow swastika. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's that like cliche meme of, uh, you know, uh, Castro there or Trudeau with the mustache and the pink. And then he's got the rainbow swastika, you know, that's, that's Canadian fascism. It's, it's soft and nice. And it, it's, it's a bit of a puss. Yeah. It's so, like a drunk little guy versus America's like, if I'm drunk, it's like a exactly. six, eight giant. Versus like, you know, a five foot five guy when he gets hammered, what's he going to do? Like break a mug, you know? I know. You're like holding him by the head and he's just sitting there saying, right? <laughs> it's just like, it's a joke, right? That's, no, that's, that's Canada. And that's, that's why I've chosen to stay here. Cause I, I love that. Yeah. Because... You're in a cool, like you've actually helped me see a, a cool area of Canada. A lot of the bears have, like there is a, a rural, you know, strong, still masculine Canada. A lot of, Huge. it's very, it's very easy to view Canada as the, uh, Population centers right near America because those are like the guys are like terrible. But if you go into the country, you there's some like, you know, there's like a a whole trapping culture that's been going back like 400 years. There's like some really rural Bush Canadians are are fucking tough. I mean, it's cold up here. Yeah, right. It's minus 20 Celsius today, which is what is that? It's fucking uh, zero. It's minus three Fahrenheit today outside. That's awesome. Minus three. But it was sunny this morning. My solar got tons of my greenhouse warmed up. But yeah, how's your setup going? Is your setup crushing? Oh, it's fucking dude. We're crushing. It's so it's so rad to find. Like I've been wanting to do this for my entire fucking life. Right. Like ever since I started waking up to certain things, like even when I was 16 years old, all I wanted to do was this live off the land go in the garden, collect eggs, you know, fucking do it. We're crushing it. I mean, my winter, my winter chicken coop this year is just absolutely crushing. Oh, that's great. We're, are they, are I'm they still picking 10 eggs a day and it's this cold. How many chickens? And I chickens? don't put in any heat in there. How many, What's chicken, that? how many chickens do you have? 16. And you're getting 10 a day? Dude, I have like 70. I'm getting like five. They're like, they all molted at the same time. They're yeah. basically like a French strike right now. They're how like, many roosters do you have? Uh, well, I just had like 15. I just slaughtered like eight of them. I got a bunch Good. of roosters. Yeah. You, you got to get rid of the rest of them. You got to leave like two. Yeah. They're over banging everybody. Well, I have they penal are. Rape and torment. It's rape and torment. Right? I have penal colonies though. I put them all, you know, I get them all like gay and you know, like I'll take 10 <laughs> roosters and there's no hens. Cause if there's no hens, they actually are pretty mild, but you throw any hens in there and it's just like yeah yeah because i've had a a bunch of my chickens now for like six years so i think i i think they're just running out of like eggs time to to reproduce so that's that's my strategy so i'm all about the food sovereignty and that i want just like i collect seeds from things that i grow i want to have a perpetual harvest right and so i'm doing that with the birds and i've introduced two new roosters um that aren't related to the hens because they'll incest forever right but then your genetics might get over time weak well they so start the federal reserve they'll they'll start they'll start backing the eggs with fiat and exactly they, yeah 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 if they no, if totally. they inbreed too much their 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 beaks get really big yeah, and they, they yeah and then they start a bank no i oh, hear yeah. you no we have our own hatchery and everything like when it comes to nice. uh chickens we're pretty pretty legit like uh yeah. i'd like to get our growing season actually went great in that greenhouse I was showing you, but uh, yeah, yeah, with the, the raised beds, the winners all for us is all cream fat, you know. Oh, me too. <laughs> it's me just too. all heavy but, cream. But, oh yeah, but I'm still like we're still crushing from the garden. Like we're Good for you. We're we're eating. I mean, potato storage potatoes, uh, 
storage carrots, also carrots in the ground, beets, still eating spinach every day, kale. Awesome. Um, hey, you look healthy. All the herbs. You know, I've got my cucumbers coming along. Like, it's it's amazing. It's The, the greenhouses are, are where it's at. Like, if you're going to be in a cold climate and you want to eat, like, hey, you're right, I'm the same. I, we, it's all meat and fats. Like, we're, it's like chicken and beef and cream yeah. and butter like in the winter we eat a lot but i still like potatoes i love potatoes in the winter yeah and, and and i still like to juice vegetables too and winter vegetables for juicing is just like sweet you know like carrots and spinach and kale and throw a bit of lemon in there and ginger and it's yeah. so good and we hooked up our uh, greenhouse with natural gas like last year was propane and it was so crazy expensive that we're, I was after one month, I'm like, no, but the, the natural gas wow. is so cheap that, that some of these like cold hardy plants, we'll just have some of them going and yeah. they're still, they're still producing a little bit, but, um, now that it's starting to get like legit cold, it's not worth the struggle. Like at 25 at night, that's cool. Like we could get it over 32, but now that it's going down to like five, I'm not yeah. spending that money, but. You know, the natural you know, it's, gas. It's, it's diminishing returns. Like yeah, a, yeah. a winter a winter garden, the key with a winter garden is having a shitload of stuff really well established before it gets cold. So that way it sits there. Like my one high tunnel just down, you know, 200 feet away from me in this greenhouse is all established crops. Spinach, kale, Brussels sprouts, uh, carrots, beets, some lettuce. Um, it's I can eat everything there. Because it was all established and now it just sits and holds. And so on a day like this, it's just frozen. I don't, I don't like to go and harvest on a day like this. I wait for it to get sunny. Once that greenhouse gets, you know, five, four, six degrees above freezing, then I can just go in there and everything spruces up. And then I can go harvest, get a really good fresh salad, and then boom. Bro, that's so cool. Yeah, I mean, you're so off grid. I mean, today I was filling up my, uh, my animal's water. And I realized without electricity how crazy... You know, because I have now four cows and each cow, an adult cow drinks 25 gallons a day. Two are still young, but I'm like, what the hell did they do before electricity? And now I'm trying to look into all this stuff. And yeah. they, their whole world was structured around their animals. Like they'd have the totally. bar, the barn was below the house yeah. and they'd have this really thick walls. And it was like a struggle. And then Handron Bear was telling me that uh, in, in China, like she's from rural China, that they'd have to just break the ice six times a day. Like it was just constant yeah. fighting yeah. The, the, the frost. And I was just, you know, I have a frost free line. So, you know, that's never a problem. And I bury it with like manure around it to keep some, but, uh, but right. the amount, but the water intake, you know, I have like five alpacas and all these cows and 20 goats. And I'm like, man, I'm so fortunate. What's your water source? Uh, our own well. We have like a, a okay. really good aquifer here fantastic that's but, so cool but the electricity is my achilles heel but fortunately i mean if shit really hit the fan a half mile away we have uh a, like a river like a year-round river so i could theoretically just get all right. yoked and haul so you're saying that it, it the electricity is too much of a barrier for, for pulling out the well uh water from that well over winter well no it's like right now we're fine but let's say i, I i'm still on the grid like i should set up a a redundancy you gotta get system. Off grid. Yeah. Well, you, have, well, well, the being on the grid is the best, though, if you want to get off grid, because then you can transition with a bulk of power. Yeah. And so having a grid tied off grid system would, if I were to do it again, 
and I was in your situation, I would build my system that I have essentially. And you, it gets kind of complicated with the electronics, but basically have a, a all in, an all breaker that moves it to off grid. So for the, for 90% of the time and while you're getting set up and everything, it's on the grid. It's a grid tied battery system. Yeah. So if, if they charge you different kilowatt times at night than day, then you can benefit from it right away. And then as soon as the shit hits the fan or anytime the, 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 the grid is down, just flip, flip your breakers over and now you're operating on the off grid side and you're on solar and solar is the best. Like solar yeah, is so solar looks great. Especially with like, for me, it's just about the water. Cause we have, uh, three, you know, that's an old stove, but we have a little cabin with a wood stove in it. We have a, you got me to get, uh, a blaze King, which is awesome for the house. Yes. And yes. so we could all sleep. So you in got, this, are you doing three fires? You're managing three fires a day. Well, no, just theoretically, like, right. We have one in the house and then I'll do one here when I do a stream, but, uh, right. but when we have tons of wood access, so that's all set, but it's about the water. So I think like, uh, a, a redundant, like what you just described with solar, just pretty much for the wells, I would be, you know, it would be a harder existence, but we could, we could survive on that, you know, but without yeah. any electricity, without any, um, uh, power to pull the water up, it would be a tough fucking winter. I mean, that would be brutal. So I'm going to, so how deep that. is that? That must be a deep well then if it takes so much power to pull it up. Well, it doesn't take a lot of power. We're trying to get a hand pump. Like it goes down. 300 feet but we uh how but, can you get a hand pump that goes that deep my no, well but we deep. have like oh. our water table is actually pretty high so we could have a hand pump uh oh, I see. but that but like in this area like right now the labor is like a problem like there's not it's like a two-year no, wait for a hand pump guy you know oh for sure yeah <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> you know that's why we're having so many kids it's like we got to make our own yeah, labor right. team no we'll fucking right man yeah absolutely but in a way one thing to consider is I mean, you might find a wood boiler. Like I, I'm, I'm setting up a wood boiler right now. Like I have stoves just like you in multiple places because I like redundancy. So with my homestead, as I build it out, my plan is to have it's food, water, energy, shelter, right? And then there's redundancies everywhere along the line. So I have my own electricity that comes from two different sources, solar primarily and then diesel. But I will be able to run my house without electricity. We'll be able to do everything without so. You have hand pumps, you have uh, backup power, whatever, things like that. And then with heat, you know, it's a pain to maintain multiple fires in a day. Right now, I got to maintain fire in the cabin. That's easy to do. But then I got to maintain the fire in the garage here. And some of that heat heats my greenhouse before my boiler finishes. But two fires a day, if I want to do them both, is a lot more work. So my boiler is this big wood boiler. And it boils water with glycol with, with glycol in it, and then that goes to a loop, and then it heats every of these buildings. So I'll have to maintain one fire a day, and the firebox in these things is so fucking big, I can load it for 24 hours, basically. That's awesome. One handling, done. And then what we're also doing, we built a redundancy into it, is that I have a propane backup that sits right next to the boiler that basically there's just a, you just go turn off the, 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 the wood boiler and then you open the valve to the gas boiler. And then I can boil that same, those same lines that go into all the hydronic loops in all the different buildings. Dude, you're so set up. Like you are apocalypse proof. What do you see? <laughs> what do you see coming? Like, let's, let's give the people some, let's get in the fucking gravy, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, wait, 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 let, let's, let, let's, um, let's, uh, 
I think well, we can get into the where what we see coming. I think we we got a riff on this whole yay thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because it's so like, and you're so when I was before I came here, I was doing my own. Hey, can you send me? Uh, can you text me the link for this stream so I can also share it? I shared your Liberty links to get people hopefully from my stream in here. How many people are watching this one right now? I don't know. We're at like eight places. God, yeah, oh, that fuck, Liberty right. links, they can go wherever they want. We're on Rumble, Odyssey, VK, oh. Unauthorized. It's streaming in all those places all right them. now? Yeah. Amazing. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, yeah. as a redundancy guy, like me just telling you that, you're Love like, it. Wait a minute. Oh, so we're done. No, and I already got. I already got my team setting that up because I talked to you and I was like, "What you know? What app you use?" And I had one of my guys look into it, and so we figured it out. And yeah, do it, doing all that. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah. So this this whole this whole yay thing. This whole as alluded to it when we first started talking. This awakening of everybody's realizing the same thing at the same time that nobody's else nobody else is allowed to say, and everybody's kind of looking around, going, "Well, if we all say it." They can't shut us all up because they tried to shut you up. Every single fucking platform out there hammered you, right? I'm not allowed on Airbnb. And yeah, this that's was insane. years ago. This is why, like, right now, Ye's doing a good uh, awakening because he's just re- he's revealing the hypocrisy. And it's so, yeah, dudes like exactly. me and you, fortunately, are like, so it's the Jews. Now what? You know that because that's the yeah. big step. Is where exactly. it's like, yeah, there are macro financial plans and there are uh you know protected groups you're not allowed to criticize there are false victim narratives they're all and so then when you get to the bottom of it you're like so i need a wood boiler yeah (laughs) and so (laughs) that is i love that because that's a to z you know that's like you went you and you covered a massive arc of what somebody who goes through a real awakening yeah. will go through in like fucking two sentences. Yeah, because the beauty of uh of Yay, and this is uh I called this years ago. I'm sure you have too. I'm not saying I'm the only one that calls stuff, but uh um uh I knew it was gonna come from blacks. I was like, there's gonna be a major movement to call out Jews, and it's not gonna be from white people, no. and I'm gonna be seen as tolerant again i made that call like three years ago i'm like with my current attitude i will be seen as a de-escalator and jews will start texting me again and it literally happened because they're like hey man what are you up to i'm like oh now you actually see what it can look like because if you look at a community and there is no cohesive black community but if you look at the fabricated black culture, like BET, that's owned by a Jew. Exactly. All the lame sitcoms where everybody just says Ebonics and talks like a fucking idiot. Yeah. You and know? dude, BET yeah. was started by Sumner Redstone, Sumner Rothstein. And I, it's so funny. I got to like, I, I just like text EA this information. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh yeah, it's a fabricated culture. And so a lot of these guys are starting to realize that. And now the more they dig in and the more they attack, the more they reveal. Like right now, um... What's it called? Like right now, um, uh, Stephen Crowder, like a Zionist chill, basically, who's he's, he's yeah. saying, oh, Nick Fuentes is exploiting yay. And I'm no <laughs> Nick, you know, and, and again, I'm not, I'm not like backing Nick Fuentes. I mean, me and him oh, have our own issues, so good. but it's like, oh, so all the liquor sales and murder and gangster rap wasn't exploiting yay. Like, like yeah. when yay was was producing Jay-Z rapping about how he's going to tap dance on the graves of his enemies and the, you know, hustler and I'm a hustler, baby. You know, like, so no problem there. No problem, like, feeding the private um, prison industry. This is the funniest part is I'm like, 
I'm still like yeah. comedically racist, but I do see a lot of like arguments for black exploitation now. Like they really do feed them a culture that will encourage them to commit crimes, and then they make money on the private prison. Uh, yeah, they, they privatize. I know, I know. It, it, it's it, it's cool, that, but it's funny because I, I, I'm like you. I said the same thing, and uh, but I was amazed how long it took because I've been listening to guys like KRS One since yeah, I yeah. was in high school, and KRS One's a fucking woke dude in, in a good way. He he calls the shit out. He's like Roger Waters, you know. He's kind of like I love uh, Roger Waters. You know, hey, all of a sudden he just drops this huge red pill kind of thing, you know, and it's 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 cool. And those guys will lead you to to the places that we're we've been at for a long time. And it's kind of like, yeah, yay, welcome to the party. But what I was saying in my stream earlier that I hope he I hope he keeps going, because like you can if you look at him as sort of this representation of what we're all seeing it's awakening he's just like you're a beacon i'm a beacon he's a beacon there's all these beacons in a really dark place that are getting brighter and brighter and brighter and so it's easier to identify us it's easier for us to come together is that he's going down this rabbit hole and now he's at with nick fuentes and milo which you know whatever say what you will about them but they they you can when you follow the track of these guys based on you know where yay has been he's talking to some people now that gave him a proverbial red pill. I'm hoping he keeps going and he'll eventually arrive where we are as homesteaders and realizing how important it is to be connected to the land and all that where yeah, you arrive. Exactly. But I hope that he finds the legal stuff. I hope that he finds the legal lawful stuff because if he doesn't, like apparently he said in this Tim cast thing last night that the IRS is now saying, oh, you owe us $50 million, which is classic, right? It's classic how they shake down a celebrity. He could end it all. If he just got to some of the right people Guys like David Strait or guys like Ken Cousins are like that. He could just learn how to be the man and walk through the gates himself. And he could walk into that court pro se or by special appearance and just end it. But then it wouldn't be a story. But in a way, because that's what I wonder. Why, why does Alex Jones do this stupid show trial? Why does he do that? He, he's got to know this shit. He's got to know some of this stuff. Why the hell go play this no game idea, with lawyers and big circle jerk? And what, what, what a waste of time. A billion dollars in damage. It's just like so stupid. Why not and, a and trillion? It, yeah. Yeah. And well, the, the funny thing about a lot of black dudes is a lot of them are naturally, they understand straw mans because of street names. So it's like, that's why they call themselves street names. I used to think they were like retarded. You know, it'd be yeah. like, yo, this is my nigga Fuzz. Because like, I used to be in urban environments a lot because of comedy and every now and then I'd be in like yeah. an all black room and I'd hang out with them after and and I thought that they were kind of childlike because they'd be like yo this is fuzz this is this is two shoes this is dirty shirt you know and I'm like why the and now I realize why they do that because they're like oh there's a warrant out for Keith Robinson but not dirty shirt yeah <laughs> and I'm like oh so you guys naturally do that and that's so funny. that's, that's that that's an interesting thing. Well, the good thing about Ye that I'm seeing is um he, he is he wants to empower his people. You know, he, he you yeah, know legitimately. You, yeah, like you had that list. Like he's he texted me once, he was like, the way the world is controlled is food, water, education, medicine. And I'm like, yeah. Like he's so if he can stay on that path, that some of the pitfalls are like the who done it Scooby Doo thing. Where you're yeah, like, is it the Jesuits or is it the Jews? Meanwhile, know, there's just some, just some yeah. Jew in a deli. Like, what the fuck did I do? You know? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's what's funny about the whole thing, though. But the thing that I've been kind of noticing 
is that that needs to come out not so that people can say, oh, it's the Jews. Right. It's so that the conversation of an identity group can go through the same logical conclusion that it does when you say white people are part of the patriarchy. It's like it's actually important that that is said because it's retarded. Yeah. But it, when it is said and people can publicly comfortably converse about an idea, you can share your thoughts. That's what we share our thoughts through language. And so yeah. we can, we can in a public way, that's why the only place these conversations can happen now are in private platforms that are not on the monolith. And you have to have it. And so, yeah, okay, the Jews, okay, throw it out there. Let the public dialogue deal with it and come to the same conclusion that we all have is, is this identity politics thing is bullshit. But if you play it to its logical conclusion, you will end up at, oh, the Jews. And oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. go through that and move through it and move on. Yeah, and how is the world controlled? It's through victim consciousness. Because the real yeah. the real story about the Jews, quote unquote, is how they have a permanent status as the victim. And when you're a yes. victim, you're not accountable. And you almost can... Like Princess Bride did a truth drop where uh, oh, Billy love Crystal... I loved your interpretation of it too. Yeah, and Billy Crystal literally had something called a Holocaust cloak. And so, you know, the uh, Andre the Giant is like, you know, the, the, the British... The, the Anglo character, it's all archetypal, is like, I, what I wouldn't do for a Holocaust cloak. And he's like, this Holocaust cloak? He's like, <laughs> I got it at Miracle Max's. And so when you put on the Holocaust cloak, no one can see you. You're, yeah, yeah. you're The victim can Amazing. be the abuser. Yeah, and so, and then when you identify what actually puts you in the upside down, it's a lot easier to, to see the, the Catholic that does it and the Protestant and the yeah. atheist. And you're like, Oh, it's about, are you an eternal victim and you want to hide abuse? And so when you're dealing with um, identity groups like LGBT or the Jews, it, it, the, the real scam is that they get to hide uh, how they can mistreat people or groom children that's right. or, or economically commit crimes because they're the victim. And so that's the real question because I know Jews that aren't, um, that aren't uh, in that. Like, they don't perceive themselves as a victim. Yeah, they're in the chat right now, and they love this because I've helped them see that they're not victims. And so, yeah, I also enjoy this conversation. But see, then the next question is, okay, it's the Jews, now what? Like, does that yeah. take away from the porn addiction, the pill addiction, the yeah. fact that you're in debt, the fact you owe on your car? Like, it's like the, the self-accountability of our own sin and one cool thing about Ye that I've noticed is he's fine losing money. He's like fine with it's it. It's ballsy, man, yeah. because he's got a lot of it. And so he's probably got a little bit more wiggle room than you and I would. But it's cool. And, and what I'm actually hoping happens is that he uses some of that money to dig deep. Because I, I was saying to people in my last stream, my journey into truth and figuring shit out has involved deploying resources. Not necessarily always money in a direct way, but taking a flight somewhere, driving somewhere, going out of my way to meet somebody or whatever, pursuing the truth, buying books, things like that. And so you have to you have to do that. And so a guy like him might have the ability to if he starts connecting with some of the right people, figuring shit out right away. And I, I would make a prediction that if he does, he'll disappear from the mainstream. And that'll that's how we'll know he'll he'd been successful. Exactly. Because if he ends up in a courtroom yeah. drama. And it's a big fucking circle jerk with the exactly. bar association and all these bottom feeder lawyers. And then he'll, it'll go he'll, drug addiction, hang himself, something terrible, right? But 
if this builds up to this cascade moment, and then all of a sudden, what happened to Ye? The media just stopped talking about it. They've gone to the new wag the dog thing. And I think that'll be a marker of, yeah, he figured it out. Yeah, because that's happened to me and you. Like, we're not used to... Like, no one uses me. I mean, I had it, uh, you know, I had it pretty bad for a bit there, and no one does it anymore. Nobody's like, oh, look at Owen Benjamin. He's like this this alt-right anti-Semite. Because as soon as someone looks into me, they're like, no, he's like really happy, and I I agree with him, and we're going to be less dependent. And so they don't want that. So they just ignore at that point. They want... Yeah, they want to crack. They want you to look crazy. Yes. And uh, and if you don't, because that's the thing is they're all about. Uh, and I want to talk to you about who they is, because I was having a back and forth with um, a listener. And he, he was uh, he was really upset because I said that I'm starting to think less things are planned. And he's uh, and then he said that my drum solo thing looked gay. And so I was like, fuck you. And because uh, yesterday I did this big drum solo thing. He was like, it was so gay. I'm like, you're just <laughs> upset that I don't think anything's, everything's scripted. My opinion is the big shit scripted, COVID, 9-11, you know, some of these uh, shooting events. But the amount of stuff that I think is allowed to be organic within parameters is actually starting to blow my mind. It's like... It's huge. Like, because I used to think everything was scripted, where it's like, oh, this no. this dinner with Ye and Fuentes is just to inflame the left and do this. Dude, I know for a fact it was just spontaneous and retarded because I know sure. the people involved. So it's like, at this point, I'm like, well, what what is scripted and what isn't? And then you look at the white paper stuff, which I know you're an expert at, and they they fail all the time. Like, they try, they wanted Arizona to be Israel in the 60s. It's like... Totally. These yeah, dudes, that's legit. That's on the record. Yeah these, yeah, these dudes, I know they want us all in a digital pen, and I know that they want biometric data, and I, I get their wet dreams, but, like, they fail all the fucking time. And Dude, I, this, so this is how I see it. This is my sort of big picture of what you just described or asked me to describe, is that I think it's actually 90-10. I think only about 10% is scripted, and the rest is organic. Too. But yeah. the way they do control the narrative is they set up the parameters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And you know this. Yeah. They set up where, how far you can go this way and how far you can go that way by just talking heads like Stephen Colbert and all these fucking idiots to say the same thing. Yeah. Um, they set up the parameters of what's culturally accepted and then everything else in between is organic. I completely and, agree. And, and, and that's just what I've experienced because I've, like I said, I, I spend a lot of time and money and resources on figuring shit out because yeah, yeah. I got out of the rat race. I was able to do that. I was able to actually take time and figure stuff out. For years, I just did research, just read white papers and stuff. And and you can't just do that when you're in a rat race. But no, I think I think it's about that. And, and really, in a nutshell, what they do and who – okay, so I'll, I'll say this and then I'll say who is they. Uh, what they do is they throw shit at a wall and see what sticks. I completely agree. And then they call that like a Jackson Pollock, right? Yeah, it's a yeah, fucking yeah. amazing piece of art. They literally just throw shit at, at a wall. And then, and then they oh, retroactively and then they retroactively pretend like that was their plan all along, so they're the special boys. I yeah, think they well, do that part too. Of the con- part of the grand conspiracy is that they also want you to believe that the conspiracy is so grand exactly. that you cannot have even a shred of influence over it. Exactly. Because yeah. they want you fucking eating bugs. Yeah. Or being a vegan, being a weak, like individual with no family, right? You're totally cucked. That's how they want you. Yeah. And 
And everything that those parameters they set up are there to, to make it for you. That's why like, they look at guys like you, the big happy family, beautiful wife, big organic food in the kitchen and all that stuff. That is what they don't, they don't want. They want you to be lonely, like incel. That's why they love mentioning the incel thing, right? The, the grapplers want, it's, it's grappler football, as you described it. Go get this. The, and, and, and all these things are universal across the political spectrum or whatever, right? They want you to eh, get into that. Eh, eh, just fucking, they want you doing all that fucking bullshit. And uh, so who is they, though? What who is they? they? So I, the way I kind of think about it in a real simple layman's way is you've got this the classic pyramid, right? The pyramid of compartmentalization. There's that. At the bottom, there's just the common man, right? The guys going to work their job, whatever. And, and most people that are just working class. Above that, there's the sort of bureaucratic establishment. The just like the, it's the, the deep state in a way, but it's also just Joe Blow working at the, the DMV or whatever. The, that, that Above that, there is the politicians. And we, okay, politicians, they get elected. They're most a bunch of useful idiots. Above that is the technocrats. That's a new thing because before that it was right to the plutocrats. So now there's the technocrats that are basically telling uh, people what to do through the media and, and then everybody else delegates. Above the technocrats is the plutocrats because the plutocrats, the, the, the banking establishment, the big ones, the BlackRock, the vanguards, the, the central bank authorities, whatever – they just th- flow money at anything that they want to see happen and they print that money out of nothing. And so they get to basically manifest whatever reality they want because they can deploy limitless resources above the techno above the, the plutocrats is the cult. And the cult is a very small group. And, 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 and most of the cult is unnamed. You know, you read um, tragedy and hope or, and, and books like that, that really get into, or even if you listen to guys like Richard Grove or Jay Dyer, who really go at the, the books, the material that these elites write and will name names and all that. But above that is the cult and it's all unnamed. And you get, you see fabric, you see, you see elements of the cult coming through propaganda, obviously Satanism and Luciferianism and all the degeneracy that comes in from the mainstream media in Hollywood. But the cult are a very small group. And they, they're so compartmentalized in a way that they don't necessarily know if they're working for the big picture and their picture is the big picture or they're just striving for the ring, the one ring to rule the right, all, right? right? Everybody's right. going for the, the game, the, the, the throne, right? And there's a lot of, I think there's some big backstabbing that happens on in there. Me too. But ultimately above them is Lucifer and Lucifer sells out everybody. It's like that scene exactly. in that last Batman movie with the Joker. Right. Who, I did, I've literally who showed that. Big that. Heist, right? Yeah. And he they, kills they, everybody till the end. So everybody helps him along the way. And then they all get fucking whacked at the end, right? Exactly. That, and also the, the man with the most freedom is at the bottom. Because the higher you go, the more they can't make their own decisions. Because that's right, the higher you, the, that's why they call the, the, the so the Illuminati is the illuminated, the and that's a super broad term. Like people think it's just this small group. No, no, Illuminati is a very broad cultural uh, scene in the establishment elite apparatus. And in order to be illuminated, you have had to have been raped in the ass from the time you were three years old. Jesus, the only. 
The only way to be illuminated is to have been raped in the ass from the time you were three, because that's the that's the that's how they compartmentalize your brain. Go the, the rabbit hole. That stuff's really dark, and I'm sure you've gone down that some, to some degree. But it's really dark. It's not really that worth riffing on that much. Well, but. that's why they like to do so much trauma in TV and film. And I don't think a lot of people realize how fucked up some of the movies they're watching is. It's like it is you're witnessing millions of murders in your life and rapes. And gore. And so it can, it really darkens the way you view the world where, you know, how many murders and rapes do you witness in your life? Like none. If you've been to war or some. No, exactly. And why is that in every fucking movie? It's It's constantly behind every brick is like a rape and a murder. And so it's an atrocity. Every Disney movie starts out with a murdered parent. Of a parent. You know, it's absolutely. Well, because they, the cult, know that trauma is the key to illumination because the only way to get illuminated is to be so compartmentalized that there's always somebody above you who's got the magic word that can switch on your mk ultra personality and then you go into your what do they call that monarch state right that's the, the, all that mk ultra stuff and how you, they get you like everybody's got a word right the guy like justin trudeau is such a pawn He's got a number of uh, of ones above him. And even look at Joe Biden. Like, look at these politicians today. The, the, the fact that the, the demonstration of how controlled they are is so painfully obvious that it is it's it's shocking that most people can't see it. But well, how about I think this? a lot how of people are fact, seeing it, though. How about the fact the mass populations have trigger words? Like a lot of people don't totally. see it because they think that it makes sense because they haven't analyzed it. Like that's why I was obsessed with the word nigger for so long. Cause it's like, you say that word and people just get like a jolt. Like they're like, Oh, for sure. And I'm like, and, and so they say N word. And I'm like, imagine explaining to a five-year-old what word is more offensive. Necrophilia, which is somebody fucking a dead corpse dead, yeah. or a derivative of negra, which is, Portuguese for black about people with darker skin and some people were mean about it. It's like, which one is actually more censorable, you know? And so you, if you just say nigger, people literally, they freeze. Some people cry, you know, like, like it it, it is like they've been MK ultra programmed. And I'm like, they have, and and then you just get into words like cis and climate change. They'll, they'll do these, like these, uh, these mind hooks. And I noticed that with, with, Every psyop has mind hooks. Like, like uh, Kennedy was shot from a da- uh, Dallas. What do, what do people call it? A book depository. They never call it a library. It's a library. Right. I've never in my life heard anyone call a library a book depository. From a grassy knoll, and then you have ground zero, and you have all these. They'll introduce right. a new term repeated a million times. Putting out these little little uh, milestones. Yeah, and them. then it'll hook yeah. in your head. So it's yes. like. Never forget 9-11, Grassy Knoll. Totally. Uh, yeah, it's like hooks in a pop song, right? It's yeah. like the hook. It's like the falsetto in the classic uh, whatever, you know, pop song in history goes. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's why these universal cliches. Yeah. And like nigger is such a gaslight because every pop song, even on mainstream radio, would have it in it. But you're not allowed to repeat it. So it's always yes. in your head. And if you say it out loud, you're evil and bad and you're the reason yes. there was slavery when you were yeah. born in the 1980s. It's like, Whoa. and so you're like, how did this programming get in there? And then like the word cis changed the way everyone saw where normal is now a marginalized group. The marginalized thing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Or like yeah. gay marriage, 
you know, yeah, well, it's, 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 the, it's, it's another example of inversions. All the this Masonic symbolism is they want to create an endless stream of false dichotomies yes. that require you to be cognitive, cognitively dissonant in order to accept. So exactly. They, and this is part of their, I think ultimately it comes up to their game of getting you to walk yourself to the gulag. And that getting you to accept falsehoods and retardedness, two plus two is five, you know, this, the, 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 the gay shit, like all the stuff that goes against everything that you know is naturally true, natural law, God's law, because they ultimately have to get you to step away from the king and walk to the new false king, the new false idol, get you to step away from God, the creator, your own ability to create everything that you know is natural and good and honest and loving, get you to take more and more because they get off on it. This is a fucking graveler. Oh, fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. off to everything you do that goes against your nature. Oh, you go to the art show and it's just like, you know, like I went to this art. I, I, I used to, my band used to play these art shows because we were kind of art rock. And there's a, a performance of this woman eating an onion. I don't know if I, I told you the story last time we talked, but she's eating an onion in this crazy music playing. And it's just so ridiculous. It's like, that's some grabber going, oh, look at all these fucking idiots worshiping this ridiculous display of degeneracy. Oh, yeah, like modern art, all of it. Yeah, and, all and of I it. do think there's a, there's a utility to it where when you get people to agree up is down, left is right, marriage is slavery, you know, um, then it's, it's, they almost become like these goldfish that you can just reprogram every 10 yes. minutes, you know, like, and you're look like, at, look at, look at what's going on. I know. That's literally what's happening. I know. And it's that's just, why it's so important. And people will call you, uh, you know, why can't you just get along with people? Like, why do you have to be so difficult? Because, because I, like, I know that you probably experienced this. I experience it a lot where I won't accept even the smallest, um, obvious lie that we're supposed to accept no no you know because they're like just just go along to get along just go like, along with yeah and no, i'm like exactly. no but if if you accept that the next one like the mask made it's the vaccine you know it's like yeah. if you didn't wear a mask for six months you probably wouldn't have taken a fucking gene altering vaccine like it's i know it's a I know. step well, by step by step so bringing it back to the kind of the relevant cultural new wag the dog thing that happened on Tim Pool's thing last night is it was hilarious to, I don't know, did you watch that 20 minutes that he was there? Did you see it? No, no. Okay. It's funny because it's like you're watching this guy, Tim Pool, who like, ah, whatever. He, I, I don't know if he's a shill, I, but, but I think he's just been successful at a podcast. He takes and pride in rollerblading and he wears a Yeah, beanie. like he's kind of a, he's, he's not really, he's not awake at all. He's, Pretty arrogant. His his ego is off the chains now. But he's sitting there with Ye. Ye is fucking laying down gravy. All he had to do was stand back and just fucking listen. And but he kept cutting him off. And his ego, he keeps getting in the way. And it's like, dude, you have like the most like the biggest cultural relevant guy in the mainstream lexicon right now on your show, and you're shitting the bed. Yeah. Because you're so cocked by a mind virus. And that's kind of where all this shit comes from is that this mind virus, you know, a number of years ago was orange man bad. And now it's this anti-Semitism thing, right? This is the, it's a mind virus that we're on. We, it's like strep. You had strep your entire life and you didn't fucking realize until you changed your diet and a bunch of other things that, oh my God, I feel so much better. It's like this mind virus of the word that nobody can say, the thing that nobody can talk about. Everybody fucking knows. And then here's this guy not getting it 
And, yeah. and it's so it's great because it's like that's an it's it's another juxtaposition. Like Ye is like he's the guy's been through some shit. And yeah. this guy, Tim, he's so poisoned by ideology, he doesn't realize it at all, but he is that he can't even let a guy who's obviously been through some trauma, obviously been through some shit, and has seen some stuff that probably none of us will ever see. You'd think that you could drop an idea and let a guy talk, but you can't because your mind is poisoned. Well, yeah, and that's your always, and totally it's also poisoned. that false dichotomy where, you know, Tim's ideology is everyone's a victim and victims have to be protected. The Jew is a victim. 80 years ago, they made soap. Everyone's a victim, right? But Ye actually was institutionalized. Without, and victimized. Yeah. By yeah. And so, yeah. and so he's trying to tell his story. So they don't actually care about victims. They don't care about people. But see, if, if people were to just relax and talk it through, uh, it wouldn't even be that scary. Ironically, Tim's actions and a lot of the actions of this psychotic Zionist bullshit is going to drum up more hatred towards Jews. Many of them will be innocent. Which isn't good. And, that, and that's good, where, right. that, but that's why... In my opinion, that's why groups like the ADL and the SPLC exist, is that's what they actually want. Yes. So they they want Hitler. Yes. They love Hitler. The demand for anti-Semitism is so high, but the supply is so low. Exactly. They go, oh, they they magnify as soon as somebody says, like, look at this, right? And their whole industrial complex is there to, and what it'll it'll be its own undoing, though, because it will create a Streisand effect. And oh, absolutely. You look at the comments on Tim Pool's video. It's fucking hilarious. There's like tens of thousands of them and everybody gets it. So even YouTube can't even fucking keep the throttle on that one. They can throttle the view count or likes or things like that easily, but they can't throttle all the comments. And it's just like, wow, what a representation of where we're at. I know. And that's why it's important for guys like us that have seen it for so long to help people. Because if you wake up too fast, it's like a a toddler. When you wake up, like one of my sons, Jack, whenever he wakes up, he just starts yelling. He's like, ah, what the fuck is this? So if you wake him up slowly, (laughs) then he's like, oh, there's mom, there's dad. And so because the way the grabbers operate is they all call themselves Jews. And then you have a range of innocence where you have... You're normal. I call them deli Jews that are just their identity is Jewish and they're the people people know. And so it's almost like they're like, listen, all you know, we're all Jews, right? I mean, listen, you 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 have your own Jewish problems like you you, you've cheated on your taxes and I did a genocide this year. And so we're all in it together. together. Yeah, Yeah. And so they're using Jews as a liability shield as they fucking retreat. From a collapsing financial Ponzi scheme, and that's why absolutely, and that's why it's so, so it's all going to rope in. It's all going to rope in well because I, I think I think yeah, um, all this stuff has to happen. The collapse has to happen. Yeah, the elite. Um, I, I don't, you know, I can't say I, I don't try to pretend to know what the end game is. I just kind of go on observation and look at patterns, and then try to come to conclusions from patterns that I see often. And I think. It's like I said before, is that the fear, it's like the fear of nuclear war is more valuable than nuclear war. I, yeah, I don't even think nukes exist. I think it's all. Don't, I, I, I'm with you. I, yeah. I don't I don't even think they have the capacity to do it. I don't yeah. think we'll ever see it. And I'm so confident of that. We'll never see it. Me too. Same as the zombie apocalypse. The fear of the zombie apocalypse is better than the zombie apocalypse. Right. And because because if if the if the if the real upper echelon of the so-called elite 
were to let everything melt down into chaos, they, they all of a sudden have a lot of downside risk. And a pattern that I've noticed with these guys who really play the long game is they don't like risk. No. They don't they're like controllers. That's like, why controller is such a good name for them because they're the little – and that's why it's like this fra- – it's this fractal. It's like bees – and a vibration make these perfect hives without any awareness of it. It's the people that think in order for me to be happy, I have to control you. And yeah. rather or not, it's just a dude you know that's like, man, the fact you don't think we went to the moon, I just can't be around you, Diane. You know, like that guy's the same as the chairman of the Federal Reserve. They're like, if we don't control everyone, we're all going to, you know, I can't function. And it gets even weaker and weaker and that's weaker it. until yes. that's why they're... They need to control others. They need to heal the world. Tcom, Olam, or whatever. And that's why it's like, uh, it's going to backfire horribly because the more control you try to put on the creation, which is perfectly balanced and requires no uh, control, and there's unlimited everything. Scarcity is one of the biggest spells ever. Absolutely. Yeah. And so the more they do that, the more it's just going to go like that. It's like the grabber that's peeking in the window that wants to control. You know, the more like the, the guy abuses and controls a woman, the more likely she's going to bang the pool boy and, and embarrass him, you know? Yeah. Yep. And the yep. pool boy's name is the artist formerly known as Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. It's so, it's so good. I, I get, I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm perpetual. I'm apocalyptically optimistic. Me too. Yeah, I'm totally and I have been for a very long time because I, I've always <laughs> known. That's what, that's what's so also empowering about, you know, believing in God. And like, I was an atheist, a staunch atheist for a long time. And the having children is the thing that immediately changed me on that yeah, regard. Exactly, it was, yeah. I wasn't calling myself an atheist when I had my kids, but I probably was still there in my mind. But as soon as I caught both, I did, I delivered both my children with my bare hands in our home and we you know, do it immediately, completely saw the power of the creator. Just yeah, immediately yeah, 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 yeah. witnessed. And, that's why that's part of the reason why the, the fucking grappler doesn't want you to have kids. They don't want you to experience the magnificent power of creation. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's something so simple that they want to disconnect you from. And then just like, look at the birth industry all the way up to the death industry. And I, I call it the Rockefeller payment plan, right? They, they get you first thing, first time that baby comes out, inject them with something. Boom, boom, injection, injection, injection. Immediately just start inundating you with things that are unnatural that are a, a completely dike a, a complete polar opposite of what you should do and so it's i mean when you want to know the grabbers game it's so easy in the sense it's like everything the new world order wants you to do do the opposite yeah oh totally because it's everything. just the inversion every and that's why it's even our inversion. culture is inverted like we look up to celebrities and we look up to these super rich people and they have less freedom less power than than you I mean, yeah. look at, yeah, that's why it's so interesting watching him. It's like, he's not allowed to have an opinion without losing all the money and being called evil. And so yeah. now, and then look at his life. Like, can you just have an opinion? Yeah, you can have a much, like Kyrie Irving couldn't tweet about a documentary he enjoyed. So the higher yeah. you go up, the more they expect you to be a docile slave. And so um, it, it, you just it, have to really enjoy the fringe benefits all the way up. That's how they get them, right? Is exactly, that, exactly. It, it, that's where the illuminated thing comes from. Is like you can't even. So the Illuminati is a fairly low level uh, cult, if you will, 
within the whole apparatus of the new world order. It's fairly low level because a lot of people get raped as children. You know, you fucking, hey, how many people in Hollywood have you ever met that kind of know what's going on, but they just like really don't want to talk about it, but they all know, they all see. And so it's very common. You, you can't even, you want to get into these upper echelon societies, you won't even get in unless you are illuminated. And they, they, they need you to be because that's the first step of compartmentalization. And then it goes further. Oh, so you were raped as a child. Lie about it. They're like, oh, yeah, there I was getting raped at three. Yep. Sucked, yeah. right? Didn't that suck, yeah. everyone? Like, yeah, how as you're raping it? a child, that's the words you're saying, right? And, and, and yeah. the only people that do that stuff were the people that were perpetual, were, were, were injured with that thing. And, and that's why I think ultimately when there's this, when a great awakening starts to really manifest and take up more steam, and I think we're right on the precipice of it now, is that there's going to be a lot of forgiveness that we're all going to have to have. Yeah, yeah. People, oh, yeah, yeah. That's my whole thing know, too, man. Totally. It's all about forgiveness. Yeah. And uh, play, play along with, they followed the, the Piper's tune for their entire life, but now they're waking up. It's like, hey, you know, we're going to have to just say, Welcome. You know, because that's the thing. Yeah. And the, and the more you get uh, off the tit, like off the devil's tit, like what me and you have done, the more you can, you are totally fine with forgiveness. You're like, man, it must suck to be those people. Like, what a nightmare. Because what I don't, a nightmare. Because I don't oh, need anything that from baggage? them. I used Fuck. to be so much more angry about the Jays when I had debt or when I was like, I felt like my career had to come from their theaters and they wouldn't let me in. And oh my God, YouTube kicked me off. And, and now that we, we've built our own stuff and they really don't have the power to destroy what you build. There's like a higher jurisdiction to all this where yeah. it's like you get, you get to control what you create and protect. And they, don't, why, do, okay, they so, don't do anything. But, they can't do shit about it. So, so just riffing on what your thought is right there, a, 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 an extension of that is the, again, the New World Order wants you to be poor, right? Eat bugs, live degenerate, um, don't have a family, don't build capital. CBDCs are going to be time-based money. They're going to expire, yeah, like yeah, keep yeah. you fucking poor. The antidote is get everybody rich. Because you and I have, I don't know how, you know, I'm, I wouldn't call myself rich, but I've done fairly well. I've got a nice home. I've done all this without debt. You know, I'm doing okay. I'm not fucking yay, you have but I'm doing all right. Getting out of the rat race was a massive step to freedom and also really figuring things out. And so the system wants you in the rat race and poor and running around wagging the dog, right? And then yeah. chasing your tail. Uh, they want your time, your energy, and your gratitude. Everything. It's all they, yeah, they, want your, they want your focus ultimately. They want your attention. That's what the grabber is oh, fucking feeding off to is your endless attention to fucking to, – Dumb shit. Like the fact that, you know, I, I'm just saying this just for effect. And it's funny. It's like half the, 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 the Hollywood women that guys are beating off to are trannies. That is an inversion. They are, they're beating off to you beating off to a tranny. Dude, what if, what if this is the best way to understand their mentality? If you liked bugs, they wouldn't like it. Like imagine if someone's like, exactly. If someone's like, you got to eat bugs. It's like, yes. I love eating bugs. It's fucking delicious. They'd be like, oh, no, I can't beat off to that. That's why I make fun of beating off so much. They really do that. Like They're like turned on by themselves because they're like, they're they're narcissists. And they get sexually aroused by the humiliation of good people. They literally do. 
And those yeah. are the people that are in charge of these institutions. And I so- know. Well, they're, yeah, they're a bunch of omega males. They're a bunch of gamma males that, that want to be an omega male. Omega males really are the ones, because they're the self-destructive ones, that will burn it all, right? Like, that's, that's, the, that's the myth of the Joker versus the Batman, the Alpha versus the Omega. Yeah. The Omega wants to fucking burn it all down. But like we said earlier, the Omega, you can turn the villain into you can channel that hatred and energy back into something good and i hope that's what will happen i hope that's where i think it will i think that's where we're going to go is once more of the veil the veil's got a long ways to be unveiled like there's a lot of alien that has to come down but there's some big steps happening now and and once more people just start piling on and we see the stuff you're going to see people coming out and 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 admitting terrible things but people are going to have to forgive them i think people will i, I have so much hope too, for yeah. humanity cuz yeah. i just realized how powerful individuals are once individuals become awakened get out of the bullshit become real net positive for uh, uh net uh positive for the world it's exponential and the gammas and omegas fucking cringe. It's the light, you know, it's like the greatest disinfectant is sunlight and air, you know, and that's. Yeah. There's a lot of, I actually have a lot of great omegas and I think the the best way to connect to an omega, because a lot of the omegas want to burn the world because they hate lies. And so if you're honest, you'll see omegas flip and they'll start being like some of my most productive guys are omegas and they like, They don't interact with people that much. They hate most shit. But because of my like brutal honesty, they like feel a sense of like connection to this community and they can actually do some of the best like art. And like, they're, they're, sure. you know, the gamma is by definition a liar. The omega usually wants to burn it all down because they it's kind of like the joker when because like, they want justice ultimately yeah exactly they're like way back in all the yeah. years of abuse and all the unraveling of their psycho their, their, their consciousness they ultimately wanted justice and yeah. that's i think exactly. i was an omega male at a time in my life i have strains you know, of it i have strains of omega you know not like a I, lot but i, I do i, I hate when I, when I when i grew up man i was so angry like my parents divorced when i was young i felt so i was never abused or anything like that but I felt just fucking terrible. I hated the world. I, I thought for a period of time in my life, the only thing I was going to do was be in organized crime and, and, and do crime. You're going to get into banking? It, it, <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't get that high in the Omega hierarchy. But, you know, well, yeah, I think, the I think gamma, people can turn around. Because the Gamma is usually abused and angry but wants to be the abuser. They're like, that's right. okay, I want to be the Alpha even though everyone hates me. I'm going to make everyone squeal with pain. The Omega is like, fuck everyone. I'm burning everything. And so that's, yeah, that's BLM. That's Antifa. All these gammas because the gamma is the, is ultimately the collectivist, right? Cause the gamma wants everybody else to have the same thing. Cause their life sucks so bad. Yeah. The yeah, Omega yeah. just wants to burn it all down. Yeah. But, but the, yeah, the gamma, the gamma, I mean, the state, the state is all gammas. You know, most people in mainstream media are gammas. They just fucking, they, they 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 hate it, but they go along because they want to be the one that burns it down. But they're not because they're pussies. Right? Totally. They're non-confrontational. Like omegas are actually more dangerous than gammas because an omega. Way more dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Because an omega is like, they, they, they're, they're, they're okay. They don't like to be around people typically, but they're okay with confrontation. Like the gamma is a coward and a self-deceiver. An omega sometimes is like just destructive and there's 
this this abuse because the clown world is spinning off abuse. You know, they're like, yeah. the more we abuse, like immediately clip a dick, like just clip the dick, stab with needles, you know, yeah. tell them they're bad. Their skin is bad. Their gender is yeah. bad. Everything's bad. Like you're the problem. You're why there's all these problems in the world. So this abuse is incredibly good for consolidating this tyrannical gamma power, but it has a, a side effect. And that side effect is starting to come out and it's people being like, burn it. You know, if yeah. you want to have a, a two bedroom house be 800 grand, you know, a 20 year old that's been indoctrinated by porn and violence his whole life, there's a good chance he's like, burn it all. And it's like, but what totally. about the American dream? It's like, die, you die, everyone dies. And those yeah. are the people yeah. that can't, they can get out of it. Uh, the gamma, it's much harder to turn into a delta because of their intense self-deception. Like they, in their yes. mind, they are the secret king. They're the special boy. You know, everyone's wrong. Every girl's wrong about them. And if they only, you know, bleed on her doorstep with all the flowers, you know, they're just, they just suck typically. But the Omega yeah. is somebody that with revelation and with actual love and with like some honesty can turn it around. And I... I've actually had some really good relationships with some Omegas that I can tell, you know, I'm just glad I'm honest. <laughs> they're oh, yeah. Me, me too, man. Yeah, because they, they could have killed you. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, They yeah. could have yeah. fucked and you they over. They wouldn't feel some... bad about it either. When, would... when, I, when I think about that whole um, uh, sexual socio, what do you call that? The whole the sexual socio hierarchy, whatever you yeah. call it. Um, I've never in my life seen a gamma go to um a delta because you know we got you got alpha beta delta gamma omega right yeah is that all of them and so so i've seen the omega go to alpha but it within al alphas like alphas are dynamic like uh, um like for example i would be an alpha in most scenarios in my life but there are scenarios that i go in that i'm kind of a beta in the sense that i'm in this little circle of friends I'm not the top dog. Yeah, yeah, We're not yeah. at my millionaire mansion. We're at Buddy's millionaire mansion. He has a private jet. I'm no longer the elf. It, it, it's somewhat dynamic. But I. But in your life, you'll also turn go through it as well. But I've never seen gammas go up. They, they usually are striving to go down. They're striving yeah. to go to Omega. But it's almost like it goes full circle at that point in that once you're at Omega, now the only place to go is to try to be an alpha and convert that raw hatred and anger you had into something great and something powerful. Yeah, that's the same. Right? It doesn't mean yeah. you become the jock, the high school jock. It just means that in your, like, let's say you're a, a, a gamma, like a, you're like an Omega, you're an artist and you're, you're the struggling artist, fucking cliche. You know, I, I had the same sob story and you, you can't, you can't just go to, the get, you can't go back, right? The only place to go is circle around. So that's, that's kind of how I see it happening. And then you kind of, you can interchange it. I mean, betas can become alphas. Uh, uh, omega or deltas can kind of, deltas can go to betas, but deltas don't necessarily want the responsibility of the alpha. Yeah, neither do bravos because I'm a, or beta or bravo or whatever. Because I'm naturally bravo, but I can be an alpha when required, but I don't want to be. Right. Um, yeah. And so that's that's one of the qualifiers is when someone you can always tell an alpha or a gamma when you're like, who wants to be in charge? They do. But no one wants the gamma in charge. The Bravo is yeah, like they'll, they'll be the one that said, well, if I would have been in charge, we right. wouldn't have done this. Right. Yeah, that, the that's the classic biter. fucking gamma. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I'd always be like, my brother's in charge and I'll back him up. 
Yeah. It's like, well, your brother's not allowed. You now have to be alpha. I'm like, fuck. I don't like telling people yeah, what yeah, to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I get I, it. I, you know, I've, yeah. I've been like put into that position, obviously. I mean, people literally think I'm a cult leader. So, I mean, I'm obviously, I if I look around, I'm an alpha, but like, my tendency isn't to want to tell people what to do. No. Um, well, it, let's riff on that cult, that cult leader thing for a second because I think there's some interesting things to explore with way things are going with that. In that, why do people think like we'll break it down? Like, why do they think you're a cult leader? Well, it's because because you stood up in 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 a sea of insanity. Came you came from like doing hanging out in Hollywood and and doing all this shit, and you took a stance against what that whole apparatus is all about. And so a lot of people joined you because they, they, they could identify in you what they naturally knew yeah, and, they, yeah, right. and, and they could get behind that. And so the establishment wants to call things cults. The establishment wants to call things perverted and whatever to, 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 de- to demonize and, and they're you projecting. right away. They're projecting. They're like, because one thing the, the, is I have thousands and thousands of very loyal people. So they're like, that must come from abuse. And I'm like. No, they consensually do it because they agree with me. They're like, wait a minute. What the fuck is this consent stuff? No, Yeah, because in, the, in, the, in their world, there is no consent. It's all no consent. Narrative. Whereas yeah. this, it's all about voluntary, right? It's all exactly. about, I identify with that idea. I want to do that. I want to be that. That scares the fucking establishment so much because that is natural conclusion. And so this yeah. cult leader thing ties into the fact that Yay is going to be a cult leader. He already is. You're a cult leader. I'm a cult leader. All these people who are now going to stand out are going to be called that. But what will the natural evolution of where that's going to go is we're going to have a feudalistic type future. We've been talking about this for years. We talked about this years ago. Yeah. We did talk about this years ago. But it's interesting because we're seeing it happen. And we've been fucking right. And and there's going to be an inversion of feudalism. There's going to be the new world order feudalism where you're a fucking surf in a 5G city state where you have no freedom, you get all kinds of free stuff, but nobody owns anything. You know, you're, you'll, you'll be drugged up, you'll be eating bugs, whatever. Yeah, how is um, that not the goal? You'll be going to orgies at drag queen pedophile time, you know, and, and that's all cool and good, just like in Brave New World. But that's not the cult. Like, literally, no, no, they're no, like, no, no you have to inject poison in your arm. You have to do these humiliations. You have, when, people like us don't do that at all. Like, we're culture leaders. And, yes. like, this cult typically implies abuse, because sometimes people are like, oh, yeah, you're a cult leader. It's just a good call. I'm like, no, you can say I'm a culture leader or something like that. Yeah, because- yeah well, that, no, but that's, that's actually a really good observation. That's like a Terrence McKenna thing of words is that, is that uh, it is uh, – culture is a cult. Yeah. Um, but, cult but, but we're also cultural influencers, and, that, and that's the natural conclusion of things. But it's the opposite of way the New World Order yeah, operates. Yeah, they yeah. just call us cults. But it, we will create these little islands yeah, of, yeah. of people. And Beretaria is one of that and all the people that are coming through there. And, you know, in my community, that's happening here as well. And, and people are gravitating around individuals who are showing leadership, but then, but then also bringing it forward and, 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 and doing the work and making things happen. And so what we're going to have is as, as mainstream society does descend into some um, self-absorbing amoeba that that keeps growing but is destroying itself in a way. It, there's going to be all these other sectors in other small private societies that are now flourishing. I mean, I'm seeing this everywhere I go in rural. I, like I live in southern rural British Columbia, and all these towns there's these kind of these cultural renaissances that are happening. Yeah, where totally. so many people are waking up and are just. It's like like okay, 
we, we passed the Jew thing. Now what do we do? Right. Like exactly. you said earlier, it's like now it's to do the work and it's to create the world that we want to live in. And as soon as more people realize the power of that, this whole apparatus has taken thousands of years to establish will crumble because it is a house of cards and it's based on lies and fear and degeneracy and everything that goes against your God-given nature. And so once people realize what their nature is, boom, the thing will be over so quickly. I think it, it's already over. It's just people are going through the motions. It's like... That's right. They're going through the motions. Exactly. It's like the Tower exactly. of Babel. Like every brick now requires so much energy that it's like a Ponzi scheme or a debt scheme. You know, it's like... How do they even maintain the moon landing now, let alone the newest know, thing? It's, it's like everything they do is to cover lies. Yeah. So speaking of cults and, and whatnot, I just got word that the new trailer for the third documentary, can you watch this on your computer? Can you see the stream live? Uh, I can't. You got to show me where it is. Like, you got to send me that link. I asked you why. I got to switch is there a, where you're seeing. Coddington, can you send, uh, is Curtis on his phone? God wants to know. Are you on your phone? No, uh, but I can turn it on. You can also send it to me in the chat of the Zoom. Uh, telegram it to me. Text it to me. Email it to me. Whatever. Coddington, can you take care of this? Coddington will do it. Uh, okay. I watched the trailer this morning. It made me tear up a bit. All right. So you can listen to the audio of it, uh, which you'll, you'll, you'll get it. Everyone's getting it. But anyway, this is the documentary to... Share your screen and I'll see it. I do not know how to do that. Hang on, let me see. Oh, just in the bottom. So in the bottom of Zoom, then the middle of it, it's a share screen. Uh, it's that green here. thing. It's an arrow. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. Click that. Then then select the screen you want to share, and then make sure on the bottom left there's a share audio thing. Make sure that's shared, and then and then boom. Wow, this is pretty fucking cool. Hang on. So while you're playing that, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a whiz, but I'll, I can see my screen from where I'm gonna take a whiz. Hang on, I have to change my preferences. I'm now spiraling. So hang on. So share my fucking. All right. I'll do this after. I'll just. Why don't you just piss and you'll hear the audio and it'll be great. Or or if Coddington sent me. The, yeah. Coddington will send it. All right, everybody. Enjoy this, right? Here we go. When Bertari Times talked about doing a festival here, why wouldn't we do it? And they chose our region specifically because we have a very strong bear community. took some vision and a little hard work, but it's it's coming together finally. We had an event all over my farm. My wife would love me because it would be clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I win again. Uh, you name it, there's so many things that people here are so good at. The whole sound system, everything here is owned by a bear. We're coming up with a game plan. One, two, three, win. You know, we're not alone. It's not just me out here. There's other people who are having the ups and downs with me and share that commonality and build around and, and try to shape the world, but make it bigger than yourself. Otherwise, what's the point? You actually forget about all the other stuff that you were connected to and the, and the fear that comes from it. If you're right with your family, if you're right locally, everything else doesn't this is a community of question askers. We took a leap of faith. It's still paying off, and it's going to keep paying off. We put our trust in the community by putting this all together. They came and showed the love right back. I just met these people five minutes ago, and I already know these are going to be close friends. This is Bertaria. This is what we need. 
Dude, how epic is that documentary? And I lose Curtis. I'm here. Oh, That's rad. I could only hear the audio, but I get I get it. It's, God is texting. It That's to what you it's right about. Now. Yeah. That's what it, it's all about. It's just, and it's so easy because once you surround yourself, like for me, it's always been this. Tra- it's been this long transition ending with surrounding yourself with good people. But it was like get get rid of negative thoughts, get rid of um, negative habits, get rid of uh, negative situations, get rid of negative people. And then at the same time, surround yourself with good ha- good habits, good good situations, good people, so on and so forth. Your fucking world changes so fast. So fast. Dude, it's we, we crowdfunded for that land. So we, we did the National Festival on 183 acres in uh, Ozarks. It's like epic. It's got wooded. There's hay fields. There's a barn. There's a I've never seen some pictures of it. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, and so we bought it. I mean, we, we crowdfunded and we bought the first 33 acres and we did that just to make Jay Dyer, Spiral and Squirt, like why 33? And so, uh, <laughs> oh, did he freak out about no, that? No, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, just like the numerology say, okay, guy. Right, right. It's like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. so Owen must be a Freemason. I just love, it's like, yeah, we're buying 911 acres and, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But yeah. so, um, and so now we're going to have this place where we're going to have like events and skill building exercises. Like we're going to have a, uh, a bow hunt, you know, where Longbow Bear is going to teach everyone how to bow hunt and, like we are going to keep building what has to be done for when, because the whole thing, it doesn't matter when the collapse is or if there's like a big collapse or small, it's about weaning dependency where it's like, if you know how to bow hunt, you will feel different. If you know how to drill a well, you will feel different. You will, if you have a lot of children, you will feel differently. That's what's so powerful about it and why the grabbler and the New World Order want you to do all these things that are self-destructive and in inversion to that is that all of those things, whether you're a prepper or not, all of those things make your quality of life better anyways. Exactly. So right. That's the thing that I say is like I've gone balls to the walls with my homestead. I've literally put everything into this um, and I've always wanted to do it, but – I was, I was motivated. I've always wanted to do it, but the lockdowns made me more motivated. But what we did was we just made our lives better anyways. And there's, there's, there's always a challenge on the way to get there because that's life. Life is a challenge. There's yeah. obstacles. But every step of the way, it gets better. You get more connected to your family. You get more connected to your community. The, the healthy, the, when you grow your own food and produce your own food, it makes you healthy. It elevates you. Exactly. You know? Like, dude, one, 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 one sort of tangent I wouldn't mind riffing on with you is, is another conspiracy that, that I've sort of uncovered in, in the last little while is iron and iron tools. And are you, are you familiar with electroculture, agriculture? No, but I need to hook you up with Chris Gardner. He even texted me this morning. He's like, you got to introduce me to Curtis. We we're going to riff. Dude, my boy. Yeah, I, 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 well, I want to know more about it. I want to know people who are making fucking copper tools. Um, yeah, because yeah. I Dude, think Gardner, a, you and Gardner copper is insane. This. Once you get into like, oh my god, could it be that we have been practicing agriculture wrong this entire time? And by using iron tools, we're deadifying the soil, and 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 that's another. It's a Whoa. and but it, 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 the thing that when you become when you go through the gates is like a, a, a hardcore truther, and like you're willing to accept, especially this one. The flat Earth thing comes in is like. You're willing to accept that everything is a fucking lie. So is copper bad or good for gardening? Good. Nice. Copper will change us. It'll change our physiology. And, and you even get into like the, 
into health and and what coprox you can do when you drink it and it, it's already it already exists in a lot of things but in the soil it's like whoa man holy shit you think about the copper age and the iron age was there this another thing like is this another turning point sort of breakaway civilization as as known history was progressing that man started using iron for everything that we went completely off where we needed to be and copper brings the energy and i i people can get into this i'm no i'm no expert on it that. i'd be have happy to talk to your friend who knows like, a lot about it but have you witnessed anything that copper does something to the ground uh i haven't done much no i, I haven't done it yet but i've just been researching it and 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 people that i know and trust say there's something there i for me i just want to get into it like i i yeah. want to get all copper garden tools, at least primary gar- gar- copper garden tools. And I want to try it. I want to see. Dude, but there's definitely something there, dude. There absolutely is. I mean, gardeners really into biochar. You ever get into biochar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, biochar is, it's cool. Um, on a principle, uh, base principles of it makes sense. It, there is something there. I found overall, if you have good soil already, like I would probably benefit more from biochar now than I ever have in the past. But, um, yeah, it's good for rainforests and shit like that, because it's like, like areas without a lot of, uh, topsoil, you know, biochar can be awesome, but like in Missouri, it might not be as necessary because there's so much thick black soil, you know, that's, that's the thing. It's all, yeah. With a lot of this stuff, it's, it's, it's context. Um, is that you talking to me on telegram or is that Coddington? That's Coddington. There were, um, I believe so. Is yeah, it, okay. He's like, yeah, soil? I don't see the link. It, it, I hope he sends it to me in there. But there's someone tried uh, to impersonate you. It said Curtis Stone entered the chat, and we think it was an imposter. No, that was me. Oh, that I was you, Kyneton. That yeah. was that was Curtis. Yeah, we get a lot those of Telegram imposters. imposters are insane. Hey, oh, dude, the the Telegram Owen Benjamin is a Pakistani Bitcoin guy. <laughs> like he's always like hello he's like hello and his guys is me doing the same thing and his uh his english sucks and he's always like hello would you like gravy about bitcoin like he's he's now starting yeah. to try to sound like me to sell people bitcoin and i'm like oh man it's i have the same i get multiple people telling me a day they're like oh is that you trying to get me to buy ripple or whatever crypto it's like that's insane dude they're going they go nuts with this pump and dump shit yeah, what's oh, your what's your thoughts on all that? I was I've always been against, yeah, I've never been into. So it. here's my thing with crypto, and I, I I I've actually surrounded myself with a number of people that have been extraordinarily successful in crypto, and so I always like like I, I, how I fast track information is I put in the resources and surround myself with people who fucking know something better than I do. Yeah, and so I I can just throw away my bias and my opinions and just like tell me what you think. So. I think crypto ultimately was a CCP scam. Okay, so Bitcoin was a CCP scam. And a lot of guys I know think that. But then here's their argument for why it's not necessarily a bad thing. And and my friend Paul articulates it the best I've ever heard. He says, even dishonest people need honest money. So the, the, the reason Bitcoin is so important, even though it, it could be a CCP thing, However, nobody's shown it hasn't been compromised in the way that that there's no board of directors on Bitcoin. So I'm, I, I think as far as crypto goes, I would be a Bitcoin maximalist in that Bitcoin is the original thing. Yes, it might be a CCP thing. But if you look at what states are doing, they're using Bitcoin now to, to trade. And so my friend Paul says, 
if all goes to the CBDCs, if it all goes to this bullshit funny money, like fiat money was already funny money enough as it is. Yeah. Once we go to CBDCs, it's even more funny money. Yeah. So the people that are creating those things, they still need an honest way to transact with themselves. Otherwise, if none of the elite can trust each other, they're not going to get anything done. So there's a utility in Bitcoin for the elite to use. So it might all be a CCP thing, but what isn't a fucking CCP thing? I'm, I only trade in copper right. now after the last 10 minutes. I'm a in copper which? guy. Like I should just fill my pockets with copper because there's also something. Oh, yeah. There's also something. I think Caucasians love copper for some reason. It's like, you know, when, when bees smoke rock, they steal bikes. When whites smoke meth, they steal copper. It's like, like whites will get all strung out on amphetamines and they look at an abandoned house and they're like, I need the copper piping. And it's no like, shit. And it's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like how blacks will see a bike and just be like, I got to get on that bike. I need that bike. And so yeah, that's I why it's, that I, I don't think there's like more, you know, I don't think being black is, is more criminal than being white. I just, I just make fun of how different groups usually have different criminal tendencies a, a like, thing yeah they got a thing yeah. yeah yeah like when jews smoke crack or meth they're like i'm gonna start a new currency and sell pornos like they just yeah, right they're like oh, i oh, have FTX. to videotape uh, people I'm gonna, I'm, yeah that whole ftx thing is hilarious but the thing is that i was like you look through the signal and noise and all that and I, I look for the real signal and i think with that with crypto right now um it is mostly a system to enslave yeah, and I, I would yeah, say do. like 99% of what is going on in crypto is just another element to enslave people uh, further. However, like I said, these guys still need a way to tr trade value with themselves. And so Bitcoin will be an answer for that. And um, you, don't so gold? I mean, you don't think you don't think they just use bars of gold? Of course they do. They, yeah. Of course they do. But gold, bars of gold have 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 limitations. It's heavy. Yeah, and true. it's hard to move. Bitcoin, you can trans, you can transfer uh, extraordinary amounts of wealth quickly and discreetly. And you know, fuck it, the the value like is still incredible. You know, went up to eighty thousand. It's still at like twenty. Seems to be out of floor in that. So I don't know. I I just see its utility. It's like it's, I'm not a, I'm not a one or nothing everything. Like yeah, yeah. I, I I believe in a diversity of approaches across all spectrums, and so. Bitcoin is one thing. I'm into, I'm into Bitcoin. I haven't sold, so I haven't lost anything. I'm not an early guy in Bitcoin, but I, I think there's utility in it because I think once the CBDC things come around, Bitcoin's going to go up like crazy because a lot that's of governments okay, are yeah. going to try to regulate crypto. And the U.S. obviously, try, that's what that FTX thing is. It's just, just a big psyop to normalize uh, a new step in in government control, which is to regulate the crypto space. And, the, and then they hire 80,000 IRS people like Come on. Like, it's so fucking obvious to me that that's what's going on. But I think it's I say bring it because they're going to the, the value of Bitcoin will go way higher than it was in the last one. I agree. I think it's going to hit like nine or 11 because they usually love those two numbers. And then I think it could go to like 200. And I fundamentally don't think a tool can be evil. Like I, I apply to no. crypto what I apply to guns. That sure. being said. The way it's currently being used seems very, very enslavy. <laughs> you know? oh, well, especially when you read the WEF. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, when, I really discovered fairly recently um, that Ethereum is just a total psyop. Ethereum is, is New World Order coin. And um, 
It's it has a board of directors. Like Bitcoin is is a fantastic example of the only kind of money that doesn't have a main controller that we've ever seen. Like it's pretty interesting, you know, when you really get into it. But Ethereum does, and like they've backed transactions up and reverse things, and so it's like. And, and then you see on the WEF website, they're talking about how Ethereum and smart contracts are going to be like the backbone of this new fucking control grid. I mean, yeah, of, course, yeah, yeah, of course, right? The yeah, technology, the I mean, and, yeah. you, you can theorize about how Bitcoin was created and all that stuff. I, I find those rabbit holes aren't really that constructive because it doesn't really matter. If you understand the technology and know how to use it, it's just another tool in the toolkit. And Potentially, everything is a psyop, and so everything has a time and a place and maybe an expiry date, but you just have to kind of look at it from a utilitarian perspective. And like, yeah. man, I mean, it's pretty fucking convenient to be able to transfer large sums of money. Like, I mean, in my company, we, we, like, we're a U.S. company. It's a Delaware company, and everybody in my company gets paid in, in wire transfers. The, the, the absolute joke of the SWIFT banking system is is – Beyond, yeah, what it's, do you, it's, like, it's explain a joke. That. Like how? Tell me. It's so fucking inefficient to send somebody money in a wire transfer. Like, have you ever had to do international wire transfers? Uh, it's a probably total. It's a total pain in the ass. In, in order to like, say you want to say you want to wire somebody in another country fifty thousand dollars, you know, USD. It is a fucking pain in the ass. It requires. Uh, a whole um, type of banking that you have to pay a monthly fee for requires this security thing you have to pay for. You pay a lot of money per transfer. It is so clunky and inefficient. And it only operates from, um, uh, what is it, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. EST, five days a week. So on on Saturday and Sunday, uh, between these hours and every other day of the week, you can't transfer money. It's a joke. So crypto really shows how stupid and dilapidated the traditional banking system is because it makes it so easy. And that's why that's why I like Bitcoin. I mean, I'm not regularly transacting in Bitcoin. For me, Bitcoin is like a savings account, really. And and um, it's a great way to store wealth and move it very easily. You know, to move. I, I've been into metals forever. I've been buying precious metals since I was 20 fucking years old because my dad woke me up to his fiat money that long ago. I'm 43 now. I've been buying metals for a long time and I'm not rich. I'm not the kind of guy that's going and dropping 200 grand at a time on metals, but I've incrementally bought metals for a long time and I get it and I'm all in, but I'm not all in. I'm in other things too. Is that if you buy silver, say, you know, a monster box of silver is fucking heavy. It's heavy. It's, and it's a schlep. Like, can you imagine, like, see, you've got, if you've got hundreds of thousands of dollars in silver coins, I mean, God, to, to move that is a pain. It's a physical pain in the butt. Whereas Bitcoin is like, boom, done. It's verified. I mean, and the thing that's so brilliant about Bitcoin too is that the network is so decentralized now that all it would take is one fucking guy to be able to carry the whole blockchain. So the, the grabbler could go and destroy all the nodes, except if there was one out of all the millions around the world, the blockchain carries on. It's pretty cool. Like it's, it's pretty... Um, it's pretty empowering technology once you get to it. And I think the elite are all over it. But that's because they need, at the end of the day, an honest way to transact. Because if they're all criminals running these big criminal rackets, and the criminal rackets can't trust their own money to trade between themselves, yeah, well, then everything matter. falls apart. And they don't want that. So they need to have something. And I think it's probably metals. I mean, it's metals for the elite. 
It's it's just blackmail. assets. I think, in general. Their, I think their main currency is blackmail. Well, of course it is. I mean, hundred yeah. percent, yeah, absolutely, and child trafficking and all that, which is which is just blackmail. But yeah, but they still need at the end of the day an easy way to just send a guy a million bucks. You know. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen to the blackmail rings now that so much evil shit is being normalized? Because back in the day, all you had to have is that someone cheated on their wife or they like looked at porno magazines. Then it was like yeah. someone's gay. And then it was like someone no, dressed like Cla- Clarence up. Thomas, how they hammered him was, oh, he, he looks at porn or something like that. Yeah, right? now like, everything's so normalized. Is that why they're so into pedophilia and stuff? Because like that's the last – like as they normalize no, their evil – it's like they won't have blackmail anymore. They just keep, they'll just call it like brave or something. No, I, well, maybe. I kind of see where you're going there, but I think, no, I just think it, the level of it is just going to get more and more extreme. And so that's why we, they, they, the, 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 the cult allowed us to know about Jeffrey Epstein. They allowed us to know about Weinstein. These are like mainstream ones, but. You know, go and look at the, uh, what's his name, fucking uh, um, Lawrence King and that whole thing, that uh, that child trafficking racket. Like, you want to get into dark stuff, that, Larry King, that guy that ran that whole racket that the, that the, the CIA has on the record and all that. But, no, it's just going to get, it's just going to get worse and worse. And so, and that's part of their desensitization because in order for the cult to get the average individual to walk through the gates of the gulag they have to get them walking there knowingly and there's biblical prophecy to that and and so before you come into the real new world order incarnation that we want you to get and exist and live in is you're going to walk through the gates knowing that we are actually sacrificing children at an altar of babylon you're going to know and so that it's like i think that's where the symbology of like the book the brave new world but Aldous Huxley comes into play is like, there's a lot of massive degeneracy in that book. Like they have these big gang orgies and all that and all this stuff. And, and that's where it needs to go. Like the degeneracy, we're not even, I don't even think we're at the the, the precipice of where the degeneracy is going to get in the public lexicon and, and the, the global conscious. It's going to get fucking insane. Like I literally think we're going back to Babylonian sacrifice on an altar and tearing the heart out of living people and, and particularly children in public. Like I know that sounds like I'm trying to be um, like facetious or I'm, I'm trying to just be hi- hyperbolic. No, no, no. Just look at the logical conclusion of all the disclosures of all the fucking madness of the stuff that, you know, was considered conspiracy theory 10 years ago and look at how much of it is just commonplace today. That's yeah, a pattern. Like how soon before total collapse do you think stuff like that happens? Because I don't know, because I don't know if we'll ever see total collapse. Because I think right now we're in collapse. Yeah, I think so. And too. we're in a state of free falling downward spiral. But at the same time, on the inversion, people like you and I who are in the family with God and standing with our countrymen, we're also having a reverse. Uh, upward spiral of exponential infinite possibility. So the que- if the question is how long until collapse, well, how long is oblivion? Welcome to oblivion, motherfucker. Here but, it is. But like if they're doing, if they're, if they're doing altar sacrifices, that can't last. I mean, who's going to keep the, like, the lights on and shit? Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so yeah, if you take that as that logical conclusion, <laughs> yes, I would say... 
when we're at that moment, you know, it's kind of like in a whirlpool, you've got a whirlpool. And if you're on the edge of the whirlpool, you can kind of hover around the shoulder of it for a long yeah. time. But then as the world, and this like you see this when you flush the toilet every day, as, the, as you get further down into the spiral, the faster the velocity. And so yeah. I, 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 I think about that as sort of the quickening. And I think we are in a quickening because if you, if, if another pattern I've noticed is that the frequency of insanity is now getting greater and greater. Yeah, it's like birth pains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, fuck another, another inversion of universality that we see. That's why I kind of think we're living in this matrix is like ultimately is like you see what the fuck's with all these like cliches that you draw these infinite conclusions with that you see this consistency throughout all kinds of other examples like that is that there's this like it's like numerology or something it's like there's we're in this i think i I personally think we're in this sort of loop of it's not a simulation it is a we're speed we're beings that's why i don't call myself a christian because i don't necessarily need to identify with something that people say oh when you said this and this and this and what about this scripture and which, i'm the same way that? i'm the same way i'm like christians have a, a tendency to do that and it's fucking annoying i'm like but, if, but that's i do recognize trademark. the word of god right yeah, i yeah, recognize all way. of it yeah, I'm the same but way. but there's these there's these infinite fucking truisms that you see and once you start to recognize them you're like man this stuff's everywhere and so, yeah, I don't know. I kind of went on a tangent there, but no, yeah, where, it. where it ends at the Babylonian thing, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's a long ways away. Like, I don't think 20, ever, all these people in the truth community are like, oh, 2030 is when we're going to be living in smart city gulags. No, no, no. Well, I don't think we're ever going to yeah. live in smart city. That's the thing was when people say, when people say we, we, it's like that old cliche where it's like, what do you mean we, Kimo Sabe? You know, it's I like, because I know people that would love to live there. They're like, Oh my God! They'll I can be, be going in a pod. to the fucking gangbang every Saturday, right? Yeah, they, they, they love the it. Religious, they do, they do. They're and like, it, no, it no responsibility. I get my goggles, I get my pornos, I get my pills. Kyneton, yeah. yeah. hit me with the super chat. We're, how funny is it going to be that that we're going to be talking about that, and then there's going to be questions like, so what do I do with my carrots in the winter? <laughs> I always find that so funny because you have let's such. Do it. Let's, you have such an agricultural like listenership that likes gravy, but sometimes like when the gravy's getting really hot, I'm, I'll like listen to your live streams, and you'll be talking about something intense, and someone's like, "So the high tunnel," <laughs> I just like. I, I, I love it, man. I love, I it, love it too. It. I, I'm the same I way. Love the parallel. This is why I love talking to you. Is like I love the parallels of the truth community, and then just like the homesteading community because. When, if, if you're going to homestead and you're really going to do it, you're going to have a family and all this, your trad, trad family, whatever, you're just going to accept modern, you're going to accept truisms on a daily basis. The reality yeah, exactly. of life, yeah. watching animals give birth, watching your children, your wife give birth, you know, all these things are so beautifully interconnected that I, I love it because I think we're at a place that's exciting that we can have, bring back the family dinner, you know, where Fucking hard conversations happen. You know, I kind of have a tendency to do it with my family when we get my broader family together over dinner. I just start kind of calling people out. It's kind of like you remember remember seeing that, but in a in a loving way because I only ever want the best for my family. But I'm sort of the dad and guy that'll kind of call people out a bit. It's kind of like remember that episode of Seinfeld with uh, what did they what was that that uh, it wasn't Christmas it was the poll. What did he call it? Um, Remember that fucking show. Where instead of Christmas, they have whatever. It's some funny Jewish thing. But 
It's this idea the that de- the debt pool, the, the porno pool, the debt pool. No, the no, no it's like uh, they had a name for Christmas that wasn't Christmas where they sat around as a pole. And George Costanza hates it because his dad just takes the piss out of everybody and fucking and you and this and this. And I'm not that extreme, but there's something about the family dinner, the classic father or grandfather that's at the head of the table kind of just calling out real shit. I like that. I love that shit. It's awesome. All right, here's Subdialect says uh Verboten Bear here. Thanks, Owen. I discovered Richard Grove's work in 2017 after I heard you talking about the education system and John Taylor Gatto. I found Grove's Ultimate History Lesson interview with Gatto and eventually started working with him. I am now to Grove what Kyneton is to you, minus the gambling habit. Nice. Right on. Who is that? This is Verboten Bear. Oh. Yeah, I love uh, – I, I got to look into uh, Grove. I know John Taylor Gatto quite well. That guy's a legend. But uh, Oh, he's a legend. Well, Richard Grove did a really good job of he's, – he's like a – he calls himself a forensic historian. It's a great title, actually, because he does a really good job of piecing all this stuff together and um, really the big picture. The thing is that, that I like about Grove, just like I do Jay Dyers, these guys actually lay the gravy right on the table. Here's the book. And Richard has a little camera that he has above his table and he goes to the book. Here's the words. And I've bought so many books because of Richard Grove because he just gets into it. It's like, man, I spend so much money on books because of that. And it, But it's if you want to get the gravy, you got to read the shit. You can't just even watch Richard Grove videos. You really got to read the stuff. But Richard will get you there close. You know, nice. here's the book. Ben says, thanks, BB. Curtis is a crusher. Nice to see high functioning Canadians exist. Nice. Uncle Creaker Bear says, what up, BB and Curtis? Paying my gay away from Hamilton, Ontario. Curtis had a poll on YouTube asking which alternative streaming sites are best, but he missed one, unauthorized.tv. Oh, thank you, Uncle Creaker Bear. Onwards. I, I did. A lot of people said that, yeah. Blue Bunny Bear says, good morning, BB. Uh, how everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Missed being in the chat. That's for this. That much love. This. All right. Uh, thank you, Blue Bunny Bear. Chinook Bear says, my daughter is nearly four. I played the Russian Hallelujah song for her last night. She just watched and had soft tears running down her cheeks. Children are next to God and know what's true and good. Yeah, and I think that's why the abuse of children is part of the inversion because of course. children are right next to God. It's like their purity yes. and their like passion and their energy. It's just like, oh. it's incredible. And, and to Man, get someone, you- yeah, to want to hurt that is like, it's like gang initiation into Satanism. It, well, it is, and it is the ultimate inversion, and that because the child, the child is the ultimate innocence, innocence in its purest form, the closest connection to the God, being through the recent birth canal, coming to this world. One thing I, my wife and I observe with our kids, I, I maybe I don't know if you've had this, but my daughter will sit there, and she does this thing where she, like, we really, my wife and I, with our unschooling thing, we really focus on this thing called spoil, which is like social. Um, play, uh, outdoor, um, uh, independent, and uh, literature. And so we try to get our kids to do one of those five things every day. And our, when our daughter goes to have her independent time, she's five now. She's literally t- teaching herself how to read because she first memorizes the book, and then she reads it to her little brother, but she's just faking it. But she's literally learning to read because now she's putting together all the words and what they mean from her memory. But she sits there and plays this game where she sings these stories. And we listen to her sometimes. We're just quiet. We just listen to what she's singing and saying. And it sounds like she's describing a past life. And it fucking blows my mind. Yeah, that's awesome. It's just like the thing she's saying is like, 
oh my god this is so crazy and she's singing a melody and stuff and i think children are these vessels of because i think our, our lives are a game of forget we come into our life and we have a contract with god to fulfill a purpose to bring god higher bring the whole con- uh, collective conscious higher we go into this game of forget and our and our lives are remembering and our children allow us to get closer to the memory because the, our children are closer to God because they have been, they haven't had layers of the onion added on them through the years of life and conditioning like we have. And yeah. that's why children, that's why everybody's got to have kids for one, if you can. But it's just, it's such a magnificent thing to experience. It is. Cressmont Bear says, Big Bear, every time I think your stream can't get better, you outdo yourself. I'm always a day or two behind and listen while I work. Carpenter Bear here. Yesterday's stream, 1553, was hilarious and awesomely insightful. It was exactly what I needed to hear. Sinks are insane. God bless Onward. Thank you, Cressmont Bear. Denmark Bear says, hey, Curtis, inspired by your videos, I'm trying to keep some carrots in the ground during winter. Worms are a major problem. That sounds very anti-Semitic, Denmark Bear, but tried, <laughs> tried to plant next to onions. No effect. Do you have any ideas? Yeah, you probably have wireworm. And you're, you, you also, uh, the overwintering carrots sometimes doesn't work in warmer climates. Um, because of that, the, the, the beautiful thing about my climate, I'm probably a zone four, is that there's no soil biology at this time of the year. So even if there's nematodes or wireworm or something like that, they just can't make their way in the soil. It's too cold. But yeah, it could be wireworm and look into, Check into nematodes and using uh, beneficial nematodes. There, there's a, a lot of solution in that alone on what it can do for your soil. But, but check that out, and there's probably uh, some remedy there for you. Here's a question for you from me. Uh, this is going to sound way out there, but fuck it. Um, do you think soil can spontaneously create life forms? <laughs> because I don't know. I was talking to Gardner about this. It's like you can have compost that's 200 degrees and completely sealed or like dirt and then yeah. you start getting like maggots or black flies and i understand the idea that they can yes yeah and it's like and and some of my friends are like this year there's been tons of eagles where i am out of nowhere and i'm like because i'm becoming quite a terrain theory guy when it comes to health and i'm just oh, like full on full on terrain yeah. and i'm just like does terrain possibly ever create life like i don't probably i know that I mean, sounds people, wild but i, I realize but, no, I but no not really yeah. because yeah like that observation you just described is yeah fairly universal to anybody who's doing serious gardening and yeah you wonder like how the fuck did this bug get in here yeah like, like mice like i'll this? leave yeah i'll like leave open some grain in the winter and all of a sudden there's like mice and i'm like so did they like did they like, was there pioneer family that just stumbled? Well, the like, thing with what? maggots is so easily observable. You could take um, some rotting kitchen scraps and put them in a bucket and put a lid on it and close it, seal it shut. And there will literally be maggots in there. You're like, how the fuck did they get in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I, I, I don't, yeah. I mean, you know what, dude? I've dead bodies. The yeah. more I've gone down the rabbit hole and the more I've seen the amazing creative capacity of nature and God ultimately is I stop asking questions like, like um, here's one. Have you ever, did they, like I've noticed, I've observed in the last little while, and this would be a good place to get into this gravy is um, the chemtrail uh, operation is, is fucking throttled. 
they are spraying so the geoengineering is the more most aggressive I've ever seen in my life. And I've been aware of it for about 15 years and I've been watching it uh, very closely for 15 years. The last two years, it's been off the chains. I figured out a remedy that works incredibly well for it. What is it? And I don't even I don't even care why it works, but it doesn't make any sense. Is you boil vinegar outside, or you can boil it in the house. So you take four a, a gallon, like a like a four liters. I think it's a gallon, uh, and you boil it in a pot. You boil it for a while, and ultimately, what you want to do is boil it down to half, so it. It consolidates and you put it outside or just easier, put a hot plate outside and you boil the water when you see them spraying and you will have a fucking hole above the sky appear and you'll be mind blown. I've done it so many times now. I do it all the time. And I told friends about it and it works. I've never seen it not work. And logically, you'd go like, well, how how the fuck is that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's like. How could it be that four liters of vinegar boiled to half concentrate, uh, double its concentration could clear the sky above you? I, I did it in a live stream once in real time. I showed people, look at this. And I, I've actually, I, honestly, I've been hesitant to go and make a video about it on YouTube because, frankly, I feel like it's so good to be true that I don't want to spoil it because it works every time for me and, and everybody I know. Um but I don't want to give the graveler something to humiliate us with. Look at oh, look at they think if you boil vinegar and this and this. And it's like, don't give it to them. I don't want to give it to them. I'd rather it be discussed in the private. I'd rather people who just are awake do it. I don't care about everybody doing it, whatever, because it fucking works. And it's like I can literally make the sky open up on my property as long as it's not natural clouds. Like right now, I've got natural clouds. Yeah, it's but the big it, one. Right? Yeah. It works. And so I stopped asking because the way I look at it is like I observe in my life when I'm pursuing my own intention and creative capacity every day is that the world opens up and everything becomes serendipitous and people are thinking the same thing and everything yeah, is lined insane. up. Yeah. yeah. And so I look at it that way. This is a manifest, a physical manifestation of me tapping back into the universal consciousness and employing some kind of thing that manifests my divine creative capacity and it manifests itself. And I'm sitting there going, I just cleared the sky for $2 and these fucking New World Order gamma males had to spend millions to make the sky cloudy. They had to hire all these people, have all this infrastructure these aluminum and barium and all these planes and do all this work to cover the sky where I went out for $2 of vinegar and I cleared the fucking sky. That's intense. The manifestation of how powerful we actually are is that when it comes to money and resources and all that, once people really start to understand and exhibit their creative capacity, (laughs) we'll change everything so quickly. And it'll be, it'll be like none of it ever happened because, oh, now we're all here. This is how we should have been in the first place. Well, I saw that with jokes. One of the reasons I was so censored is because like I could come up with one sentence that would take down like a billion dollars in marketing. Like you did with the Caitlyn Jenner tweet. Yeah, exactly. And I was doing that. Like I did another tweet where I showed all the comedians together in a photo shoot they did. And I said, they all have the same opinion on every issue and the same candidate. I'm like, ladies and gentlemen, comedy. And that was at yeah. like 70,000 retweets but when they yeah. took it down because it's like they couldn't make an argument against it. It was like the truth was just sitting there like, listen, I'm not saying 
I'm I'm like out of the binary. I don't think red team, blue team means anything, but I'm like Of course not. But I'm like, but at least you have to acknowledge that this is programming, that if we really lived in a 50-50 country and there was free market forces at work, you'd have some comedians trying to appeal to Republicans. Of and course. and that's that's obviously wrong. And so that's why it's so simple. Oh, here's another little scientific thing that's mind blowing. That's why if anyone says like, oh, you're crazy for the vinegar or like, oh, no, the maggots have to come from. No one knows where eels come from. So freshwater eels, there's nobody that's ever witnessed them procreate and no one knows where they come from. And it's fucking mind blowing. It's like right. they just emerge. Yeah. <laughs> and I've witnessed that with so many different life forms where like, you know, uh, a, a, an animal species or something will just come back. And people have found groves of gorillas in Africa with like 100,000 gorillas in it. And no one knew they were there and they just are there. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, what the fuck is that? Because I'm, I've been freed. I'm not just going to jump on everything I hear because I don't want to be that guy, but... Now that I don't trust the Rockefellerian, you know, grant-based fiat science, I'm like, okay, so let's talk about some crazy shit. It's liberating. It's liberating. And that's what I think I think is so great about the flat earth thing. It's because, like, for me, I won't pretend to make a big claim about how I think things are because – yeah, it's either, either, yeah, but it's easier to point out logical inconsistencies of other claims that people make on how things are. So that's why I think the flat Earth thing is so great. Like, I won't say I'm a flat Earther, but I can say that if the moon landing is such an obvious hoax and NASA is such an obvious psyop, why the fuck would you believe anything that they say? Exactly, because there is hubris right? in the flat Earth community where they're like, "It's this is. model," and I'm like, "You don't know that either." Though I'm a globe skeptic, I'm a realm Earther. I can show. That there's no curve. Outside of that, are we in a piece of Swiss cheese hole? Are we in, like, is there... Dude, you know what I think we're in? I I think we're in, uh, and this is me just kind of stepping outside the boundaries a little bit, just kind of riffing on what I think, and I could could be changed. My opinion could be changed, but kind of where I'm at right now is, I think, like, what you said about how life can just be created, okay? And how all of a sudden those gorillas just appeared. Human beings... As extensions of God in his image, we have the ability to literally create reality in that just the thought of something is enough to create it if the individual or thought behind it is powerful enough to manifest that creative capacity. Is that there is, forget the globe, forget the flat earth, imagine reality as we see it as an infinite plane of existence its only limitation is the creative capacity of the individuals in it that are manifesting the power of the creator and so we will create like right now what we live in is the un has got this monopoly on this geographical area that we've all consently agreed exists but beyond that is infinite possibility and i'm sure there's Fellows in the elites, not fellows, but people in the elite or individual entities in the elite, if you will, that know this and are some in all these other places. And maybe, maybe, maybe somebody in some sci-fi movie, you'd call those other planets. But I think it's just an extension. Yeah, planet of is a small plane, like a baguette. Like a baguette is a small uh, bread. Like a planet would be a, a a small plane. So it's like yes, like there could be because I've. I've come to the conclusion that a lot of the greatest spells have a lot of truth in them. Like, 
Big Bang, Primordial Ooze, Lightning Strike, Single Cell, Multi Cell, Fish, Monkey, Human is a nine month gestation. Your parents have a Big Bang, come in vaginal fluid, Lightning Strike, Single Cell, Multi Cell, you're basically in water and then you're born. So it's like, that's why the evolution story resonates with us. They even call it a Big Bang. So it's like, when they say there's Mars, there's the moon, there's Venus, like, what are they really saying? Like, is there other realms? You know, and I, I'm just, uh, here's some good rhetoric. I'm a globophobe. <laughs> like, I'm just very globophobic. I'm just very afraid. So, well, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, and someone brought up this. I don't know if I'm at this stage yet. I do believe in a material reality. But what if, could it, could it be that like in the past it was a ball when everyone believed? It? Like, does possibly. your perception change reality? Like, Matt from Quantum yeah, Conscious is like, in a, like, Back in the, you know, I don't know. To me, that gets a little trippy, but it's like, if enough people perceive something, does it actually change it? Like, yeah. Like it's what, like it's yeah. like the cliche of if a, if a if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, right. does it make a sound? Right. The inverse is, is is another philosophical hypothesis that you could make is that if you imagine it, if enough people buy into it, it becomes so. And I, I, so I'll tell, I'll, 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 I'll sprinkle a little bit of deep gravy on some stuff that I discovered in the system is that, so trust law, you, you familiar with trust law. Yeah, okay, so it actually allowed me to understand the Trinity when it comes to. Yes, well, it's part of a Trinity, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. in the trust, there's the, the Trinity and the trust, there's yeah, the executive, yeah. the beneficiary, trustee, whatever. But in law, there are, different forms of law and, and so the w- one way a guy like david Strait articulates which i i kind of like is that there's law law so the l stands for the land is the man existing on the land in the physical realm that we understand is the it air, air and water nice oh interesting law yeah, cool. yeah so land air water so so the land you exist in the land in the physical reality and there's a bunch of cultural law that is associated with that primarily um, uh, common law is common to the land and you deal with property and things like that. Air, the air we breathe is also the air. So the air is A-I-R, but is also H-E-I-R. Yeah, 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 nice. An air to an estate. And so in air, there's a state law, which is trust law and trusts are expressed or they are, uh, they're implied. And so um, the, the, the legal, the, the, the B system uses implied trusts, but real people who understand what's going on, they use express trusts and the, the trust is expressed. And then there's the water, which is the legal system and statute law and the Holy See and bills and the bull and all, all that symbolism that exists in the water. But in the air, so in LAW, imagine L, A, and W the L and the W can't communicate. They can't talk. The, 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 the common law cannot talk to the water law. Just like if you play the name game in a fucking court, yeah. forget about it. You go and play the, the name game and say, I'm the man on land. They'll throw you out. They'll call you legally insane. But the air is the bridge between the two. And the air touches the water and the land. And the air is also what we can use. So the legal system, if you, a lot of remedy in the legal system comes through using trusts because the legal system is also based on trusts. 
and trusts are expressed. And the powerful thing about the trust is that because you said it so, it exists. And so with, with my interactions in the state, I've been able to basically inform the state that a trust exists and therefore it is and they accept it at face value. They don't sit there and say, well, I want to see paperwork of who the trustees are, the beneficiaries and, and the executors and all that. It's like, no, 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 because in trust law, it's private. And so the trust can say to the legal system that it's private and they go, okay. Just like how Vanguard has all of its shareholders are private because part of that is a trust that exists in both worlds, but it can be kept private in the, in the, in the trust world. And that's how you have um, the trustees or the beneficiary and the information of that is private. And the, the, the legal system is not actually privy to that information. And the power of the system, as fucked up as it is, like I don't, if I could imagine my own type of system, it would be something different. But there's power in that and that that is what elites know. They know that they can step into the private and out of the public and all of a sudden are sheltered from all the, here, the burdens of here, the private. Here's, the some, here's some gravy for you. How about the fact that when they call us conspiracy theorists and they say it's bad, they actually are kind of right because what they're doing under the laws of equity is actually legal. Because a conspiracy, yeah. according to the definition of conspiracy, it's when two or more people meet to uh, do something illegal. And so it, let's say they hypothetically- Oh, not necessarily illegal. They do something without others knowing. So you and I get together and we have a plan that nobody else is privy to. That's technically a conspiracy. But it's not necessarily something that goes that is harming others, right? According to the current definition, but maybe they just changed it again or whatever they do, but it said illegal or immoral. And that's why- Okay, well, those are two different things. I know, but see, that's why you have to look at the Talmud and and some of these books and say, well, what do you believe is moral? And then when you see like how a Gentile is perceived legally versus a quote unquote Jew, and then you see like they get you to do it, like George Bush never killed an Iraqi. No. So so then you're like, okay, so you're using perception to get other people to do the crime and then you're profiting from it. And yes. you're making a claim that it's actually not a conspiracy because it's, according to your ethics, moral and legal. And it's like, whoa, that's fucked up. But I, well, I, you'll, you'll find actually that they don't make claims. They oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't make a claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The real, the real top dogs don't make any claims. The real, no, you, you're, you, I think you're 100% right. I mean, ultimately, I don't fucking know. I'm learning. I'm, 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 I'm hacking my way through life trying to figure things out. And when I see something work, I go, okay, that, I'll try it again. It did work again. Okay. I try to find and settle on things that I, I see as real and true yeah. and, and hope for the best. But yeah, no, it's, they, they do that and they follow equity. But I think ultimately it's some kind of Luciferian thing. Like they have to, the devil has to get you to do it. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, 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 totally. You know, and that's why, that's why the level, as we get closer to what we would consider the end of the road with the collapse is that it has to get so much more absurd before I think we're near anywhere, you know, resembling a zombie apocalypse or something like that, or some kind of absolute system collapse. Cause like, just think about this, like, in the truth community, how many fucking dead end 
predictions have been made over the last two years. Tons. That's why I, I, I'm not into it anymore. Yeah. It's so lame. It's, yeah. It just gets so it's and it's wagging the dog. Yeah. Lucifer and the cult are getting you to wag the dog on anything that they can get you to wag the dog on. And they're just boo, fucking beating off to whatever <laughs> they get you to do. So it's like they get all these libtards to do all this dumb shit with drag queen ped- pedophile hour. And yeah, get, I don't you know, engage whatever. in any of it anymore. Because I know but they're then they get the truthers it. to do yeah. all this shit too. It's exactly. like, oh, he's calling somebody a grifter now. Oh, oh Owen's, Owen's a fucking grifter because he's fucking making money. Oh, but it's like, <laughs> it's the same shit. Yeah, it's, just, get, it's chaos, distraction, confusion. Like, uh, yeah. um, oh, like here's something that, that they do that I find hilarious and just so sneaky. So I was listening to like a World Economic Forum stooge say that they own the science. And I'm a pretty... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what see, a joke. But, but see, they have an argument that they, they're not going to make the claim. But like, I was like, that bitch doesn't sound like she's lying. Because I have a pretty good radar for deception. I'm like... Is it trademarked by any chance? So I looked it up. Of course it is. Yeah, The Science science is a trademark owned by a guy named Ira Goodsaid. And I'm like, you gotta be fucking. One of those guys, right? Yeah, and so they really do. It will not be named. Like, they will say this shit, and the normal people, that's why they say knowledge is power. They're telling you, like, you don't know what we're doing, and that's why you're enslaved. So it's like, they'll say we own the science, and people think, Oh, the scientific method. How do you own the scientific method? You come up with a hypothesis. They're like, no, the science is a trademark and we own it. And you're like, you fucking assholes. And that's like, that's why why there's so much. I mean, for me, I've had so much. um, I sleep well at night. I don't I'm not paranoid. I'm not angry. I have so much peace with all this shit because I really started looking at definitions. Like I started this journey. I really started going balls deep six years ago. Like I said, 20, 20 more years ago, started getting it. But then really started when I started things, when I, when I stopped the Canadian food inspection agency from hammering my farm and all this stuff, like I, when you go into definitions, it's just incredible. And you see the layers of deception are insane. Like, like in Britain, in Britain, uh, uh, 1984 really touched on it with the idea of new speak and double speak. Yeah. And that is the word play is, is fucking amazing. And, and you see the same tricks in legalese used in the science community now. And that, and it is, it's all, but it's all lawyers. Like the bar association is really the, they're the, they're the military arm in the sense of they're not, not fit, like literally military, but they are the executioners of all this trickery and they're the organization like they're, they're controlled. But the bar is like they they run the show because of that. The bar run the whole fucking system because everybody who wants to make a decision has got to talk to a lawyer first or, oh, there's somebody in me to court. I better get a lawyer. You know, it's it's yeah, uh, that's out of city of London. So when you're thinking about every American politician, all these people, they have to be approved of by the city of London in America. So it's like right there, you're seeing such foreign influence. that's just and it's been there for like a long time. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And the bar is on a ship. That's like what that whole thing's supposed to mean, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The symbology of it is quite amazing. I mean, like, and when you start to notice the patterns in it, that's when it becomes kind of magical. Like, for me, it was, it actually drove me back to spirituality. Like, I came, I came from an atheistic standpoint. I had a bad experience with religion when I was a kid, and then that kind of made me bitter and jaded and omega male, really, that wanted to burn it all down. (laughs) And then when I started to research the law and how everything was so inverted and how 
definitions are just like the opposite of what people speak in common parlance that I actually found God in the sense that the New World Order does everything to convince you that there is no God and it's peppered all through the law. And the law is this big, demonic, Luciferian fucking cult that where they worship the dead or, or they don't worship the dead, but they... But they elevate the dead. All rise when the judge comes in and is black. Yeah, it's, it's, it's called rise. a summons. Like, what do you do? Yeah, what, a summons. Yeah, you like, summons yeah. the dead. A corporation. A general appearance. You're, are you are you appearing as yourself or, or like it's it's absolute insane it, trickery? Yeah, it's but like it's, Halloween. It's gravy though. It's fucking so much gravy. gravy. Yeah, so much gravy. I, it's so. Yeah, like a corporation so is the voice of the dead. The corpus oration, like the voice of a dead body. And yeah. they and they really yeah. do love that shit. And when you look they at the it. and like the words, you know, I've been summoned to court. You're like, oh man, these guys are like goth yeah. kids. It is. They're yeah. But that and that's where it's like, yeah, the cult, you get into the cult stuff and it's like, holy fuck, like, this do is Do you think do you think that these guys like the current cult are like the grandkids of a more capable cult? Because I've been having this feeling lately, because if you go back and you look at like uh Jekyll Island and all these grab wars, they were like competent criminals yes and, and now they're they set up this like elaborate and elegant you know way to enslave the world with debt without them knowing and just live it and now the current crop i'm like you oh, guys dude, they're all inbred. yeah they're, they really they're, are they're like they're not they are. They're, well that's why they have that's why they have princess diana's and megan merkel's right they, they they have these brood mares as they call them that they bring in to 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 um get the un unincest the gen genetics a little bit yeah no they they are and, and one of the biggest challenges super super rich people have is if you're Jacob Rothschild and you got your big stash of gold you think Jacob Rothschild who literally is like a physical incarnation of Mr Burns do you think he's digging the fucking hole to bury the gold right exactly no he's got some mexican or he's got some he's got some guy Pablo, right? And so, so there's always they're the most dependent. They're the most dependent people. It's like that's why if you they think are. about it, they, yes, they're, they're the that's most. Why they're so afraid of losing their power because as soon as as soon as everybody has the realization, like anybody watching Tim Pool's fucking disaster with Yay last night, they're just like everybody's looking at each other, going like, "Yeah, we could literally just put the lights out on these idiots." It's like an old bit that I that someone said. I can't remember. It was like an opener of mine on the road once. He was like. He was like, yeah, so this this prepper was telling me, he's like, man, so I got uh, 80 gallons of water, I got 500 bags of rice, I got these gold bars, I got blah, 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 and he goes, and I was like, well, I got a gun, so now I have 80 gallons of water, 500, <laughs> and it's like, okay, so let's say you're Jacob Rosario, you have all this shit and you can't defend it, because uh, all the defense comes from spell, you pay your... Yes, you, you you pay your people in nonsense money, and you indoctrinate them with pills, porn, and trauma based programming. That's why people like us they freak out about because if people aren't if people put their family above money, they're not going to uh, do what you want, and then you're just a guy. Like exactly, and, and, dude. I mean, yeah. what, what you just said about family and money. Like I've just I've been thinking a lot about how there's this sort of grassroots stuff that's coming up. And, you know, like, um, I, I, I don't like politics. I have no belief in politics whatsoever, but I really think one thing that, that people like us could do to turn things around 
on the political side a little bit is just take control of local politics. Yeah, that's because, the only place that it matters anyway. It is. And, and so I, I, one thing I think is what the mantra of our movement in a way could be if you were to if you were to come up with some sort of political zinger for it is and it's I didn't make this up, but it's God, family, country. And it's so easy to fucking understand because there's God and there's supreme word of truth that is the ultimate hierarchy of everything. And God created man. But next there's the family. And the family is to God. It's a, it's a part of a trinity, right? Is that the family is the ultimate autonomous unit. Like, yeah, you've got Bertaria, but each of you have your families. Right. That's a priority. Yeah. Then there's country. And in a way, Bertaria is a country. And so, so... But the, but the family is first. Any fucking law that goes against God is obviously her heresy. Any law that goes against the family is also heresy. So if we're going to have law and some remnants of a government or a state or some kind of authority, it is subjective to God and family. But that is such an easy thing that you, we could understand that we could communicate to people. And I think people would be like, that's great. Yeah, yeah it's fucking exactly right. It. It's great. Yeah. And that's why all these invert, these inverters, they've done the opposite. They're like, okay, so a child's eyeball came from a chaos explosion. So, so you're telling me like, if there's a giant storm spinning a junkyard, it's going to make a Ferrari. Like, obviously that's wrong. And then the family should be like two sterile homos and a dog. It's like they're actually the opposite of what actually matters. That's why their nations are crumbling. So it's like without the acknowledgement of a higher law and creator, which is logical here, and the acknowledgement that the nation's strength comes from the family unit, you you can't have a nation. And so that's that's why men that don't follow the divine law, they don't get the family and then the nation fails. And so... I, that's why I see it as like wheat and chaff, where it's like they're simultaneously happening, and it's it's yeah. fucking fascinating. That's why it is. I I I, I agree with you on the um, alter, like how dark it's gonna get. But my dream is it's like at a Holiday Inn, like because the yeah. the size is still up for debate. Is there gonna be end times revelation? Is there gonna be like the worst shit ever? The most dependent? The most? enslaved yes but the the number of people is still completely up for uh debate you know well, like the, the number of people might be simply imagined right it right might, yeah it could it be, might a be simply created yeah. by our awakening that's happening yeah and the more of us that awaken at once the more we the easy, it's like what i said before is like if it's everything's really dark the the lights really stand out and so the darker it gets the more the lights become visibly divinable and easier to find. And so it is It is naturally part of where this has to go. It has to get darker. I mean, but again, that's why anybody, all the bears watching this is that we're all, as that goes that way, and we all get on our homesteads and build our own fiefdoms in a way. We're going to have a sort of a feudalist system of fiefdoms where there's people who have resources, like say guys like you and I, have the ability to make some things happen that others couldn't. And so therefore we can use those to bring some people together. We can literally, literally create our own nation states. And, and that's where we'll be. And then when we get to a point of absolute collapse, 
we won't even be aware that it's happening because by that point, we'll be so out of the matrix that the degeneracy of the matrix will only be the degeneracy experienced by those in the matrix. Exactly. All of us will be having a fucking, it'll be a gravy train. We'll picnics together and people loving each other and hanging out and sharing resources and building huge things and accomplishing what our natural destiny was, is to create the ultimate expression of God and and of that love and everything in it. And, and we'll do it. And we won't even know. We won't even know. By the time yeah. the collapse is really happening, we'll be out. We'll yeah, that, and I can see that happening already where it's like you get less. Because I'm still in the system, but I'm less than I used to be. And I can already feel like a lack of caring. Like it's like, yeah, where it's, it, it's just like, you know, I'm rooting for. Like, I'm not looking, rooting for everything to collapse because I still use it. I still use, like, the postal service and all this stuff. But I just yeah. – I'm not afraid. I'm not, like – No. And that's all that matters because it's not a question – it's not a – see, it's a false dichotomy that we naturally put ourselves into. It's like, you're off-grid? Well, fuck, Curtis. You have fucking Starlink. Or you you, you have a fucking PayPal account. You know, like, you're not off the fucking grid. It's like – it's not a question of – are you off the grid or are you not? It's a question of how on the grid are you? And so that's, it's just like everything. It's a spectrum. And you identify gets- with the grid too. It's like, it's kind of like being in love with someone or just sitting next to him on a bus. You know, it's not like, it's like, do you identify with the grid? Like you, 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 you know, you need these systems. You're defined by these systems or are you just using them as they come along? Cause even in like a yeah. full apocalyptic grid down situation, it's like, little networks and things will institutions will be created immediately. Like I think, immediately. you know, upstart governments are just called gangs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they are. Well, they are. That's all. <laughs> like a cartel is, is a just... mom and pop government. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that, but that's going to just naturally be the way it goes by its own need yeah. because the CBD system gets that, not, cause that's going to be a big marker. Like that's going to be a big um, step. To the next thing, like COVID was one big step. 9-11 was another. The CBDC thing is going to be a big step, but it's not going to be the end. No. Like it's just, it's a, it's a step. And, you know, it's going to run in sync with the main system for a while. Like people will have a while to get out, but the, the elite want that. The, 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 the cult actually want to give you as many doors to get out before the absolute Babylonian logical conclusion. Why do you think they do that? Because they need the best of the best of their brainwashed sheep to be able to pull off their own uh, evil manifestation. They need the, they need the most they need the most hardcore devotees. All right. When the when the the proverbial altar of Babylon, where you're tearing out the the, li- the living heart of a living child in front of people, when that needs to be manifest. It will only be the most hardcore devotees in the front row seats. And, and, and the further and further removed they are from it, the less and less um, uh, diehard they'll be. And then that'll all filter through like a game of telephone like it does in the media. And that there's, there's literally sacrifices on a, on a Babylonian altar happening. But only the, only the people in the inner devote, devoted cult are going to see that. Everything else will be hearsay. And it'll be further and further removed. And so if you want to get to the next level, just like how they say you need to be illuminated, 
to be compartmentalized to get to the next level. It's the same thing with this. And I'm really just riffing on. No, you're how right. I can yeah. imagine. Like I, I tap into the consciousness. Like uh, people say to me, how do you fucking learn all of this stuff? I just literally allow my mind to tap into the universal consciousness and things just come to me. Yeah. And then I try to test them in reality and I go, yeah, this totally makes sense. And so that's how I see where it could go. Yeah. And, and it just seems like logically what they're going to do. Yeah. They want the, it's almost like leaving the door open for a prisoner and seeing if it's like that scene in game of Thrones when, um, when they were like mentally breaking that one guy and they just kept letting him leave and tracking yes. him down to create yes. helplessness where it's like to the point yeah. where they could leave the door open and they wouldn't go anywhere. And so yes. to really get to that next level, they, they need people to put like a mask on their kid and not yes. go to their dad's funeral because of like COVID. That's right. And so, yeah. and they are going to keep escalating that. And so, so, oh, they, 100%, so, they, man. so, but why aren't they afraid of people off ramping and like getting, because it doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, no, that's the, that, that is one of the big questions is like, why? Because once they pass the Rubicon or like the, the sort of proverbial state of no return, if they, if they waste too much time on, trying to um, stop every detractor, it's going to derail. They need absolute focus. Like, that's why they put so much on the narrative. That's why, like, they put so much resource into steering the narrative, and they don't care about us anymore. They don't. I think 10 years ago, if I would have been saying the things, even though I don't really get detail about some of the things that I talk about in the legal system, but I, I leave enough open that if you get it, you understand, is... I wouldn't even be able to say this 10 years ago. That's why it's, it's another inversion. It's like, yes, we're in this era of censorship. However, we're also in this inversion where the truth is so fucking powerful and so true that it can slide through all these things undetected. And so they can't detract too much because they got to keep focused on the narrative. If they want to get to their Babylonian logical conclusion, they need to go all the way. And it's Lucifer that wants that logical conclusion. All the cults are going to get sold out at the end, just like how the Joker sells everybody else at the end in that big bus heist. You know, when they when they broke into that bank in that Batman yeah, movie, exactly, right? Exactly. Joker kills everybody who helped them along the way. That's that's I believe that's the universal story of Lucifer. And then and I know biblical scholars, oh, Curtis, no, 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 no. It was just like, okay, well, just take it for what it's worth. That's what I've understood as I've explored these these thoughts. Yeah, it's almost like a trap where they just keep. It's like a fish trap. They just keep squeezing yeah. it until they get their their prize. Yeah, and, and because at the last, at the last, the uh, sort of as that funnel or filter or net gets down to the bottom, the desire to get to the very end gets even stronger, and so that's when we're going to see an acceleration of the degeneracy. Hopefully, we'll be long out by then. But is that? As it's like it's like the game of Survivor, like that TV show Survivor. It's like when it's down to the last five and they get that million bucks, they want it so fucking bad, and they're willing to do anything and drink a bunk, a blended up bug smoothie or whatever the stupid things they made them so do in that true. show. Is they're willing to go if you've already gone this far, you you you've been raping children and murdering uh, innocent people and drinking adrenal adrenochrome for the last fucking twenty years now. You made all those sacrifices and you're going to plus you're going to cock out here. This is Lucifer saying to these guys like, no, 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 you're going all the way. But all the way means you die. Like you're done. Yeah. Your soul is. And you and you go at the end of Babylon. You have nothing now. And that's why those guys have the biggest price to pay. 
The grabber football, the game where everyone loses. All right, well, we've Everybody done loses. we've done almost two and a half, so I'll let you go. Uh, yeah, where, can, where can people find it? It's been a blast. Oh, man, this has been so fucking good. I love it. Um, I'm still on YouTube. I changed my name to Off Grid with Curtis Stone. Nice. Um, Fromthefield.tv is my membership site that I post all my videos, um, especially my detailed videos. Um, and then freedomfarmers.com is our course platform. And we have 15 courses now. We're just crushing, showing people how to do it all, do pasture raise animals, like everything we've got. I'm no longer the guy in the front. Like I just, I help, I help make oh, the stuff. I help find the creators and I'm trying great. to step back more, but that's, that's, I've got a whole team and we make amazing courses. We're just trying to empower people with information to find freedom. That's why we call it freedom farmers. Cause it was like, here's the information. Instead of searching around on YouTube for 50, you know, 50 hours to find out one thing, here's how to do it. And so we make money at it and, you know, we hope people value that information and, you know, that's kind of, that's just, it. Just before you go, can you just tell the people about, because I know you're talking about people with resources. One, one thing I love that you've talked about in the past is the amount of different types of currency, because a lot of yeah, people might be looking, capital. Yeah. What is it? The eight forms of capital. This is huge, guys, because you might be looking at your bank account and see 500 bucks and you're like, man, I wish I had capital like Owen and Curtis. You, you, yeah, so you here, here, yeah, let's get let, let's some good gravy. Let's yeah, get into that. this is great so, gravy. It is great gravy. So what is capital? Capital is essentially, at its purest form, is is the store of a resource in some way or another. And so that can go all kinds of different ways. The, the way we... Most commonly notice it as is financial capital. The grabbler right. wants you to think there's only financial capital, right? Because then he controls finance. Exactly. But the, so financial capital the is <laughs> Bitcoin, gold, money, anything. Yeah. Any financial asset is a is a is a capital resource of finance. Where you start to get into gravy, and the one thing, the ne- the next one that I uh, understood that was very liberating for me because I came from nothing. My parents had nothing but debt. When my dad died, I got fucking nothing. Not that I expected. I didn't want anything, you know. But I had, I came from nothing. I had to build another form of capital that leveraged all the other ones. Now is social capital. At least in my journey, people can go this in different ways. But social capital is you and me, and with all the bears, we've built a capital of trust. And Bertaria is a perfect example of that in that if somebody knows you're another bear, immediately, boom, you're at this level of trust yeah. that is miles high above just meeting a stranger on the street, right? Mm-hmm. That's social capital, social equity, um, friendships, just goodwill. Like for me, when I started to leverage that, sky was the limits because I understood that I could I could – uh, exponentially create wealth without actually having any fucking money. I could just, just put goodwill good out there yeah, just being a and good help guy. people. And yeah. like, all oh, this shit comes back, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so social capital, that's, a, that's another one. Um, uh, like individual capital. Uh, this one's also known as like human capital, but it's like the stock of skills. So a um, bunch of bears who know how to do forestry work and uh, farming and raising animals, there's a there's a lot of human capital in there, and that that knowledge and experience is that's actually has a that's a tangible resource because p- people you know who have good skills can do things for you, right? Exactly. So that's like human capital, individual capital. Then you've got like intellectual capital, which is your knowledge, right? What do you know? As, as an individual for yourself, what do you know? Your resourcefulness, your creativity, like your ability to innovate. And things like that. That's intellectual capital. And then we have cultural capital. So cultural capital 
even exists in Bertaria in that all your community and all that, and it's the same in my, my community, like we're all bears, right? It's like this, the, the cultural of the traditions and customs that we have, and that's why like say Mao Zedong wanted to have the, the cultural revolution and just wipe out history. It's like they wiped out generations of cultural capital, right? And that has a lot of fucking value because culture is what brings things to, people together, right? We come together for cultural experiences and share certain days to celebrate something or, or whatever, right? Um, so super valuable. Um, uh, what do we have next? Political capital. So, you know, the, which is, which is really a stock of people could say it's politics, but it's not necessarily politics as in it's government, but it's a stock of goodwill and influence and like organizations and, and, and we can rebuild, like you said earlier, we can rebuild institutions. It's like, that's political capital, right? We can build those things. We can have them be whatever they want. Just because it, it has the word politics doesn't mean it has to be associated with Dems and fucking Republicans, right? right? Um, we can have natural capital or biological capital. That's one of my favorites in that, like, on my homestead, I put a massive amount of biological capital in this year by building my soil and planting trees and putting in um, water harvesting retention or... Or, or flood uh, or drainage or whatever, that is natural capital, right? Because those things are going to exist long after I'm gone. I plant a tree today. By the time I die, that tree, my kids will be have a swing on it and they'll be swinging their grandkids on it, you know? That's a, that's a natural or biological capital. And then we have um, uh, like built or, or, or accumulated capital like um, infrastructure, you build a road on your property. That is, um, you know, a res- or resource capital. I call that too. That's a na- it's a, th- a thing that's there. You build a house. That's that's a built resource. You know, resource capital. Or even like a stock of you have a stock of um, uh, wood. You got a stock of firewood or something like that. Those yeah. are so that that's basically the the eight forms of capital. And when you and, and the thing is that's that's empowering about this information is the the fucking the rich. The real rich that are the aristocratic elite, they all know this shit. And that's actually partly how they don't pay taxes is by leveraging that stuff because you can move into, you can move one form of capital into another. They convert, right? Cause you can, you can, you can, um, build social capital and then that capital will turn into financial capital because through your influence and your goodwill, people want to buy your products, right? That just like with me, like I, like I sell stuff. Because I know it's good stuff and I sell stuff that I believe in. And I've put, I front loaded with my social equity and my willingness to share and, and, and share in abundance. And that comes back in a, in a form of, of financial capital as well as other forms of resources, right? People send you a um, lot of like real super chats. They send, they send you shit in your PO. Totally. So yeah, that's the eight forms. And it's like, you, you figure that stuff out and it's, it's really uh it's a great it's really, really yeah because it, it empowers people i saw someone in the chat go yeah but you can only pay uh, your bills with financial capital that's how they want you to think because that's not true you know you can't well, no it's not true it's not true you can't yeah. only pay your i mean no like you, you can be you can have no financial capital and be the richest person you know if you have like unbelievable human resources oil woods like you know, the irony about the spell, you will uh, own nothing and be happy, is the elites actually do that. They are, 
you know, they are an executor, like one of these titles to trust that they don't technically own. So they don't have to pay tax on it and they don't have to. It's so ironic that like. All right. Anyway, we could go on and on. I'll let you go, but no, this has been a blast. It's great. Yeah, no, no, this has been awesome. But um, yeah, so people can follow me from the field.com. Freedom Farmer, we have like a, we're, we're, a bunch of our courses are discounted right now. It's like, it'll, it goes till the end of the month. So if people are interested, we have a lot, I got literally 15 courses on how to raise pastured animals, uh, f- farming of all kinds. And, and, and just, yeah, go check it out. There's a bunch of discounts for people if they want to check it out. Freedomfarmers.com. Awesome, brother. Talk soon. Yeah, brother. Take care. All right, peace. All right, guys. That was a great Curtis Stone. Love that guy. So much energy. So much pure organic energy. Such a good stream. Yeah, I'm going to read two uh, two pieces of mail. I just didn't want to bore him with it. Like, because uh, some of these can get long. Um, but that was great. We got a Christmas card this year, and I was so pumped. Need a super chat. Nice. On the final Rumble Rants. That music from Curtis and Owen. More piano riffs, please. Nice. And thanks for the gravy as always. Guys, any more Super Chats? Uh, that was cool. Gravy reloaded. Yeah, yeah. And he's, guys, he's like top of a mountain, completely off-grid. You know, like he's the guy that actually did all that shit. That's why I love listening to him. Um, because he's a he's a doer. He's not just a, a bobblehead, like one of these guys that, that, uh, that has all these opinions and talks and talks and talks. He's the opposite of that. He's out there growing and building and creating and i love that shit all right uh i think i got to these hey bb i have some tomatoes to pitch let me know what you think of this as a way to further the cause i would like to donate one of the 29 tomatoes to anyone who donates 911 or 1333 to the campground vision i will keep three and i gave one to bear Pelagic, so that's 29 any interest that's from bear bear um, yeah, I mean, you're out there making deals. And I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, apparently people are now doing side hustles of selling tomatoes, uh, that you can throw at my face and it'll be a good time. All right, let's read some, uh, let's read some mail. Uh, apparently we're doing, uh, kind do we have a lot of, uh, live viewers today, which is great. Decentralized crushing. Uh, it's a spell. All right. Anyway, hello, Big Bear and the Bears. It's I, Blaine Bear. I, like many others, fell victim to the lust, alcohol, drugs, and false idol worship. You know anything to make me forget I evolved from monkeys and on the spinning ball floating through space. My government name is Paul. Oh, yeah. Did you get all those? I thought they were new. No, I think I read those, Kyneton. I guess someone was putting it all on red again, huh? I grew up unscathed in the Catholic Church. My whole life, I knew I would, as as I would be as bad as I wanted, as long as I returned to the Lord. In the end, I tell people now I had to dance with the devil to see he existed. Once I found him, I also found God. I'm six plus years sober by His graces, and an unhealthy amount of isolation that only intensified with the COVID lockdowns. I went down every rabbit hole, and at the bottom, there is no solutions. Only a big bag of crypto, good intentions, and a ton of paranoia. (laughs) It's so true. Luckily, I found people. Oh, by the way, Otis. I know Otis was saying, oh, so now Big Bear is into Fuentes and crypto. What a week. Hey, Otis. No, I'm not into crypto. 
I've pointed out what I've pointed out the whole time, that a tool can't be evil without the intention of man. I want nothing to do with crypto, but I'm letting, I will allow my very intelligent, good-hearted friend talk about crypto, but because he made some good points, and I'm not just always going to be argumentative, but like, I don't like crypto. And although I've said I want to bury the hatchet with Nicholas Fuentes because I didn't understand his generation and I must have come across too aggressive and I was raised in a different time, blah, blah, blah. I still don't like him. Okay, Otis? Anyway, um, what do we got here? Big Bay. All right. Luckily, I found BB with for those on the path of truth. Since then, I ditched the truth or porn for unauthorized.tv and began focusing on the good, true, and beautiful. BB, thank you for breaking spells, especially trunk and pornography. The silent killer. Living in BB's head rent-free priceless, says Otis. Why are Jews always like that, Otis? Why do you guys think any attention, good or bad, is bad is good? Like, you guys are always like this. You, you spray paint swastikas on your own fucking synagogues just so someone notices you. Otis, you're not living rent-free. I'm just responding to your comments. That's what normal people do. You make a comment, I respond. That doesn't mean you get to squeal and squirt because someone noticed you again. I came for the gravy and stayed for the piano comedy and wise advice. Nobody's having more fun than us. Onward to Bertaria. If you are doing Christmas cards, there's Jan. Thank you very much. Well, I already did my Christmas card, but next year, God willing. Yeah, Otis. I mean, your peop- we give your people every chance we can get. I'm the best thing that ever happened to the Jews. Oh, no, no. There was another guy, but you guys insisted Rome killed him. What do we have here? This is for the big bear. Classic. BB missed the obvious joke there. What was the obvious joke, Coddington? Oh, with the, the, the Jews letting someone be rent-free? I don't know. Is it a cheap joke? Is it about rent? Don't blame me. All right, so this is uh, Jim Bob. Jim Bob apparently has pranks. Jim Bob is now apparently selling toys. I did not know that. That's great, Jim Bob. This is for Amy. <laughs> you fucker. Oh, that's hilarious. BB, it's just an honor to be allowed in the saloon. Good. It should be an honor to be allowed in any of our nations, Otis. And we're going to have to turn that around, okay? Oh, are these jorts? Dude, this is hilarious. They're cut off jeans. Dude, Jim Bob is a genius, man. I'm going to read this. Well done, Jim Bob. Oh, no, it's Northwing Bear. Dear Big Bear, this is technically the third letter I've written to you. The first, in hindsight, was entirely too long. As for the second letter, the post office apparently loved it so much they kept it all themselves and surely gave my super chat money to someone more needy and deserving. No, no, we are not. We are not sowing doubt in the post office. You might just not have heard me read it. This letter will be a rewrite of that letter. Okay, let's move on. I recently created a video essay on the social sexual hierarchy as it manifests in the classic Japanese film, Seven Samurai. 
I shared it, well, I prefer 33 Samurai. I shared it with multiple bears who said it was a great video, so I can't help but plug it. It's titled Social Sexual Hierarchy, Seven Samurai, and You. On YouTube and Odyssey, if you or any bears want to check it out. I think it'll make for great ladle.tv content when the grand opening arrives. Let's leave that up to us. I'm just kidding. But more importantly, it's a good jumping off point. Okay. It's about how the seven main characters fill alpha, beta, three flavors of gamma, or delta, a gamma, and a sigma. Incidentally, I would also recommend Seven Samurai to any bear with the patience for three-hour-long black-and-white foreign films. Oh, so gay, so gay men. It's my all-time favorite movie, and I guarantee it is time well spent. I'm just kidding around. In the film, the archetype of the Sigma male is known as Kyuzu, who exhibits all the stereotypical characteristics of a wandering samurai, a man of few words, who cuts down enemies with ease, has no interest in his status, shows very little teamwork effort, and spends most of his time practicing his swordsmanship. He's described by another character as a man obsessed only with testing the limits of his skills. We are left to wonder how he became this way. He is, but the battle scar on his face is a major clue. I'll surmise that he was once nearly killed by another warrior, and the brush with death convinced him to become the best swordsman he could be. But there is an emptiness about him, a paradox in his nature. Is a life committed to self-defense worth living if you have no one else to fight for? Great question, North Wing Bear. Really has a lot of people thinking. There's no doubt that Kyuzu's character is a metaphor for some phenomenon of male nature, since the entire Seven Samurai film is a study of male dynamics. We know that the loner Sigma focuses inward rather than outward. They commit obsessively to a particular skill and show no interest in social status. We also know that Sigmas are made and not born. My observations apply equally to Omegas of the high-functioning variety, such as Roger Waters and Nikola Tesla. For my purposes, I will refer to the obsessive and non-hierarchical behaviors shared by Sigmas and Omegas as Sigma traits. My theory is that Sigma traits are manifested by specific types of traumatic experiences. Indeed. All right. I'll be using myself as a real-world example here, having acquired these Sigma traits. Oh, here we go. I know for a fact that I used to be textbook gamma, then you're not a sigma. When I, you're a gamma. When I was a kid, roughly ages 9 to 14, I would bitch and cry when I didn't get my way. I was bullied for acting like a spaz, everyone was always trying to hurt me, etc. This began to change at 15 when my mom was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's disease. Interesting. So, <coughs> something about the daily experience of watching my mom slowly forget who I was well, going through high fun school fun fundamentally changed how I related to my peers. Very interesting. I adopted an I'm not here to make friends attitude toward my whole life. Instead, I devoted myself to developing my knowledge and creative skills in hopes that I'll someday be of value to some hitherto undiscovered community. But I always avoided embedding myself too deeply in any groups. I willingly let friendships slip preferring to keep people at arm's length. For many years, I've been a man obsessed with testing the limits of his skills. And the mysterious Kyuzu is the samurai among the seven that I relate to the most. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> the Northwing Bear says, I'm a smegma. Yeah. Sigma traits, dude, sigmas don't write 
five-page letters about their Sigma traits. I'm just pointing out that this is not a Sigma letter. <laughs> Would Kiyuzu have written this letter? Would Kiyuzu be sitting around watching three-hour black and white documentaries thinking about just how fucking Sigma they are? Eh. Sigma traits are those of the self-exiled perfectionists. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Forced into hyper-awareness of his own wasted potential. Oh, you mean kind of like a secretive king. Huh. It's all right. You're a lovable gamma. You, you seem like a good guy, even though this is like classic gamma. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I'm one of those high-function omegas. Maybe, yeah, maybe. You don't seem like a, a nasty little bastard like Gamma's. Like, but, you know, we'll see. Like the Huzo character, similar traits may be appealing from the outside. A badass, a lone wolf, is how you're describing yourself. Cool as a cucumber. Is this how people around you describe you? Do you, do you if you asked the people around you, would they be like, oh, you're just like a lone wolf, badass, cool as a cucumber? Or... <laughs> <laughs> but it's the path of hardship and loneliness that I wish didn't have to be. Somewhere deep down inside, the Sigma and high-functioning Omega long for an appropriate collective goal to work toward and a community to belong to. We'll see how he reacts to this. If he reacts okay, I'll, I'll really think about it. But, I mean... Usually you're not self-described as a loner, cool as a cucumber, badass. After whittling down a letter to four pages, and accusing the post office of losing your other letter. There's no one around me, LMAO. Okay, I wonder why that is. Let me guess, you've been squirting? All right. Ultimately, I think that's the reason why Hughes joined the Seven Samurai. Sigma traits don't just manifest because you get your feelings hurt or by following some Sigma grind set, self-improvement strategy, it must be fundamental and a traumatic shift in the way one experiences and interacts with people in the world. In my example, I became Sigma-like after having previously been a Gamma because of the... <laughs> that's not how it works. <laughs> because of the way a personal tragedy in my life altered the way I viewed myself. I would theorize that the gain of Sigma trade is caused by irreparable disruption to one's relationship with the hierarchy. It's not because the hierarchy rejects you, it's because you reject the hierarchy because of how it has failed you in a time of need, or because it lacked the capacity of the need to include what you bring to the table. Mm. Yeah, he's outlining his origin story, exactly. Yeah. As the secret king. But he's a good guy so far. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying him, but it's just like, let's see how he reacts. If he gets really angry and calls the police on me... Uh, then we were confirmed Gamma, but, you know. You um, might be really mad at me right now. One night, my parents decided to go down an alleyway when I didn't want to stay to play. <laughs> when did you get the uh, the claws made out of the metal? What are those things called? The, the Wolverine claws? All right. As a man with manifested Sigma traits... Joining the Bears has been an eye-opening experience. I recently attended my first bear meetup arranged by No More Money Bear and hosted by Gravy Crockett, and it was the most fun I've had around other people in over a decade. Um, I have also been conversing online semi-regularly with Bold Rebel Bear and Machine Bear. 
Every bear I've engaged with has been amiable and distinctive, each bringing something to the table of my daily bread. I, ex- <laughs> I expect that the wider community of bears and bear adjacents will become the fellowship with which I share my autodidactic eccentricities with a reopened heart. Very nice. I'm more of a nunchuck guy, says North Wing Bear. In my conclusionary notes, I would first propose that the high-functioning omega is far too different from the low-functioning omega to necessarily be of the same rank. Otherwise, one would not have to specify high or low-functioning. What do you do for a living, if you don't mind me asking, North Wing Bear? Give me a little more breakdown. What do you do for a living? Um, I am. You don't happen to buy or sell Star Trek memorabilia, do you? Alright. We're all the secret king. <laughs> so funny, dude. Perhaps an intermediate rank is in order. Oh, you're creating new ranks, really? Uh, I wonder what, what group does that? What group is constantly creating new ranks? <laughs> oh, I love it. Perhaps an intermediary. I would like to rank Kappa Male. Oh, really? We already have one. It's called Gamma Male. You can see how Gammas can be like good guys, right? What are you doing, George? Like, he seems like a good guy, but like, do I think that he narrates on walks alone at night out loud? I bet he's walking around like, like that. I picture Northwing Bear uh, walking down a street and he's like, a lonely, desolate street. The light, the lights of the, of the street lights, you know, and be saying it out loud as he's walking. He's like, reflect off the puddles, the puddles of tears and shame of all the people that are unaware of my secret status of the king. All right. Um, I can see the memes now. Smegma grind set. Reclaim your foreskin and never wash it. Oh, boy. My inner gamma is cowering in the corner with a black eye. Northwing Bear, what do you do for a living? You, do you narrate your day? Are you like are you like Northwing Bear puts on one boot at a time, carefully lacing? He's been hurt in the past and made mistakes. Today is not the type of day he can trip on a shoelace. Be like, as the only kappa in the world. Like do you do you say it out loud or do you like do it in your head? Alright, Northwing Bears love the shit. It's good for them. It's good. They need this. They need this. I would lastly suggest that you, Big Bear, may have been imbued with Sigma traits to some degree from being the most banned, canceled, and based man on the internet. I'm not, I don't have Sigma characteristics. (laughs) Like, it's, is this satire? No, it's not. Northwing Bear is not going to respond because I bet he's like a manager at a corporate job. Or he buys and sells knickknacks on, uh, and there, I, I get it. There's nothing wrong with it. This is good for you. This is good for you. You just displayed every single characteristic of a gamma male, and much love. I'll leave. All right. Um, I'll leave this for another one. See what the speakeasy. All right. Let's go through. Okay. The first thing you did is you put yourself down in order to lower the expectation of the ladder. You said. This is technically the third letter I've written to you. The first one in hindsight was too long. You're overthinking it, you know, and then you say you accuse the post office of losing the other one. That's your opening thing. 
So it's a rewrite. You're already telling me I'm right here and I'm between work. I want to be an electrician. Okay, here we go. I believe I've laid a full gravy about traumatic experience. Okay, so then you're now promoting your channel on YouTube. Um, You're saying how good it is. You're declaring how good it is. And then you have a lot to add to the social sexual hierarchy. Okay, and then you get into how you are comparable to a scarred samurai who wanders the countryside, uh, you know, defeating his enemies based on past trauma. You then admit to having gamma traits. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just like, and now, and then you rewrote the social sexual hierarchy to fit your needs. And that's it. So, no, you're not a Sigma male in any aspect at all. But that's okay. You know, if you just get my, you're, the goal of every gamma male should be Delta. You want to, I want you to be a electrician. I want you to, um, you know, be competent. You should every day think, how can I do the best job I can for my alpha, your boss? Okay. And do that. You know, stop narrating in your head about your trauma and why you're secretly the king. Okay. Like that is literally the definition of a gamma letter. You know, it had the self-deprecation, the claims of greatness, the backstory, the origin story, the self-deception, the claim of Sigma, the redefinition, bam, ba bam, ba bam. And you're going to be like, oh no. And then you're going to say, I'm secretly loving this. When you're not, you do not like where this went. You, you, you are horrified. And so you won't even be able to own that you're horrified. Okay, so this is called, this is the author. Oh, this is uh, Michael Hoffman, Judaism, Strange Gods. Nice. I know that didn't go as well as you wanted to, that letter reading. And so you probably are already self-deceiving. And bear in mind, you're like hilarious. Like those, like that took a lot of care and thought. The jorts, the fucking thing for my wife, the thing for me. You have a lot of potential. I want to be a Delta. This letter reading was amazing, Big Bear. Thank you so much. Swear to God, I'm not mad at all. Good. Then be a Delta. Stop narrating. The gifts were on point two. Yeah, he's a good guy. You know, it's like, how do I sum this up? Like, every gamma isn't just, like, bad. I know we can demonize gammas a lot because they're such a pain in the ass. Typically, if I were to do something like this, when you present a gamma with the truth, they freak out. They're like, oh, I'll show you. And then they start narrating again and putting on their costume. Um, But he doesn't appear to be doing that. I really am rooting for you that you should be focused on how can I be the most competent I can? Not all gammas are bad. No, what makes them, quote unquote, bad is self-deception, where they will subvert or they will try and take over social groups or they will feel that they deserve more respect than they're given, you know. And so, um, uh, you know, watch out for that, North Wing Bear. All right, North Wing is an enigma. Yeah, I mean, because I like him. I obviously like the guy. He doesn't appear to be hostile, but, you know, the claim, if you're claiming you're a Sigma when no one asks, you're not. My former Gamma is spiraling so hard in the meantime. No, you're still a Gamma, dude. You're, you are spiraling right now. It's not your former Gamma at all. The Freedom Documents. Nice. Like, just, you got to trust me, man. We know more about you than you know about yourself. 
Oh, how dare you call it? I'm calling the FBI, making claims. Just don't go nuts, all right? Your former gamma is not spiraling. You're spiraling. You're detaching from that aspect of your personality, and you think you have an origin story or a status that you do not have. When you call yourself a high-functioning omega, what you're doing is not omega. Omegas don't care. Omegas literally will write me little notes. Like an, like an omega sometimes will literally, omega behaviors, like they'll send me like 500 bucks and be like, keep burning the liars. That's, that's an omega behavior. A gamma behavior is a four-page origin story with all the fucking, you understand? Like omegas can sometimes be like very generous. When I talk about high-functioning omegas, I don't know, Roger Waters, Tesla, you discussed that. Those are high-functioning Omegas. There's Omegas that are like incredibly successful people. Omegas don't want credit. They don't even sign their name half the time. Like, like literally I'll get an envelope of $500 bills that say like, uh, keep crushing, you're, my, you're the only stream I like. That's an Omega. And some of them are like extremely rich. They're like, yeah, I figured out how to refine oil when I was 15. I'm worth a billion dollars. I hate everyone. Just take money and keep making me laugh. The world's fucked up. Yeah, Pockets of the Future is an Omega. He's like, I'm not doing videos for free. If YouTube doesn't pay me, I take them down. (laughs) It's like Northwing Bear could be a narrator for some documentary. Uh, Don't walk in this room claiming to be Omega. Well, no, there's people that will claim to be Omegas and they're right. Like you'll see people be like, oh, dude, that's me. Like I'll describe an Omega and they're like, oh, that's me. Totally. Like I, I'm kind of autistic. I, I'm really passionate about your streams. They make me feel good. Most of the world sucks and I want it to uh, collapse. That's an Omega. They're not like, you know, when I first did my first YouTube video and all the bears seemed to really enjoy it, the title being this, you know, I started really pulling together all the traits of men that made me a mysterious samurai. I'm like, dude, that's gamma. That's like, you can't get more gamma than that. Well, my inner gamma is upset, but my smegma is, you know, self-deprecating, LOL. I'm actually laughing out loud right now. I promise you, dude, I'm doing you a fucking favor right now. Because if you let yourself keep rewriting your... Yeah, you went through trauma. Yeah, you... You uh, had a mom with Alzheimer's and it sucked and it made you go inward and you're no longer, uh, you know, trying to get in the hierarchy and use manipulation tactics and crying and bitching so that people think you're an alpha when you're not. I get that. But you're still a gamma. You're still doing gamma behavior. And Omega would not be promoting their YouTube video. They don't care. They're like, Big Bear, say the word nigger. They're all lying. That's an Omega. They're like big, like I appeal to a lot of Omegas. I know Omegas quite well. Omegas are like, just keep going. Don't ever stop saying nigger. Everyone's lying. I hate them for their lies. You'll never be like, well, you know, when I first discovered my deep knowledge of the three hour black and white Japanese film, Seven Samurai. I mean, if you're inclined to be watch three-hour movies, even though I'm in between jobs, you don't have a job. Like, why the fuck are you watching three-hour black-and-white Japanese movies when you're unemployed? 
Well, I'm currently in between work, and, you know, I'm trying to be... And right now, I know the Gammas are seething. They're like, Owen's being so mean to him. Why won't he just let him have his delusions? They make him so happy when he ties up his boots. He's like a Wolverine. The only way through is what I'm saying. He's unemployed. He didn't say he's unemployed. He said he's between jobs. He's probably, I'm not kidding, he's probably trying to sell Star Trek memorabilia on Craigslist. I'm not mad. Don't perceive this as anger. Don't perceive this as an attack. Perceive this as the big brother you never fucking had who's telling you that you have to stop lying to yourself. Okay? Because you're not a mysterious samurai with a scar on your face. You watch three-hour black and white documentaries. You're looking for status. You're self-deceiving. And you need to try to be a delta. Your inner gamma isn't squirming. You're squirming. You don't write, I'm loving this LOL as I'm contradicting a four-page letter that you put a lot of time into unless you're lying to yourself. There's no way that's true. Okay? Where'd Northwind go? I do own a katana. Yeah, well, the fact he's a bear means he's getting there. You know, he knows me. He knows that I'm going to do this if it's true. He probably appreciates that I do this. It's, it's driving him a little crazy right now. And Omega doesn't care. Like, Denmark Bear doesn't care about anything. Denmark Bear, I can't tell what the fuck he is. He's either Omega or Sigma. You know, little sociopath. No, he's a Sigma. I, I would guess Denmark Bear is a Sigma. You know, high-functioning doctor. He's, like, been a boxer, hunts, wants to see everyone die, will send me gold sometimes, doesn't take offense to anything, completely detached. You know, for some reason, loves the song Hurt by Nine Inch Nails, probably from some fucking childhood trauma. You know, just like, that's a Sigma. Denmark Bear would never send me a 10-page fucking... Denmark Bear would send me, like, like, like medical equipment and be like, patch up your wound. Because if you die, you'll stop saying nigger and I won't be happy. Right? He has a wife. Yeah, I'm sure Denmark Bear has an attractive wife. You know, Denmark Bear is like, a, he's a damaged... High-status man. Like, Denmark Bear is the definition of a Sigma. Doesn't care. You know, likes being a part of the community, but mostly to get me to say nigger. Like, if I, if I go too far with Trinity, he's just like, I'm out of here. I'm going to polish a gun and drink. You know, trauma, no expectation of status. Obviously, of high intelligence, high athletic ability. Sigma. Doesn't care. I can literally be like, you're gay, Denmark Bear. He doesn't. He's like, say nigger in the next five minutes or I'm leaving. Please mock them. The world must burn. Okay? That's the Sigma. A Gamma is like, when I first started watching black and white films, I thought to myself, what can I bring to the genre? All right. Ah, Denmark Bear wears turtleneck shirts. Yeah, it's like, like Vox is a Sigma. You can see in Vox. He's like... Yeah, he's had some companies. Yeah, he's disappeared. So Sigma that, I don't know, Demo, you, you just remind me of that. You want to see the world burn, kind of. You're high status. You don't get offended. You don't ever try to subvert me. You're very generous, but also probably not in other situations. You know, you probably wouldn't tip a black person, but you'd give me a piece of gold. You know, it's like pretty obvious what people are. We're like, you, you don't connect to like the retards. You don't care about the people in your fucking doctor's office, what they think of you. 
you think they're retarded, but you still want to be able to make a living and have your place in society, but you also want to see them all die. You know, that's a stigma. But you also don't, might not want to see them die. You might also like grow to love beauty, but it's because someone told you that's what sociopaths should do, right? Yeah, Denmark Bear, am I kind of nailing it, right? You know, I'm kind of a good judge of character here, guys. <clears throat> um, what if you don't care enough to even look up where you stand? Well, you, someone like that wouldn't have said that in the chat. You understand? You can't hide. You are what you are. Yes, it's a problem. Maybe I No, it's not a problem. It's who you are, dude. Dude, I'm a Bravo treated as an alpha with a, occasionally strains of Omega. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, the only reason I even thought about it is because I want to know how to interact better with people. Why I do what I do. Why I don't always have a defined game plan. Like in the beginning of the Bears, one of the biggest problems for the Bears is I just be like, yeah, do whatever you want. Like, I, I'm not some of it, BB. Well, you can explain, Denmark Bear, if I didn't get everything right. Uh, you know, I just, I'm not, I wasn't into telling people what to do, but people treat me as an alpha. So I had to literally figure that out. And I'm, I like North Wing Bear, dude. I get it. I like it. You, you experienced trauma. You know, you were mommy's boy. Mommy forgot all her memories. I'm sorry, am I sound like a dick? Like I have a little, I can be like that. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm uncouth. But actually, BB, I'm a secret samurai. I know, but you're mocking it. See, that's you. You wouldn't say that if you were gamma. BB, what's the Denmark bear on the show? Now, see, this is the thing a lot of people don't get. Sigma doesn't mean good. Sigma are like kind of crazy. Like Denmark bear probably has been tested for being psychopathic. You know, I know Vox, I think Vox had to take a test to see if he's a sociopath. He's not. And he brags about it. He says, I, I can prove I'm not a sociopath. I've been tested. That's the definition of a sigma. Like, like someone with an attractive wife, you know, uh, makes a good living. People look to him for advice. But he's had to take a fucking test to see if he's a sociopath. <laughs> Dr. Evil is a sigma. No, Dr. Evil is a gamma. A sigma would be 007. A sigma would be, uh, I don't know. Who cares? It's just funny. Like, people, like gammas all want to be sigma because that explains why they're not in hierarchies. That no one wants them around. Their isolation is because they're actually secret kings. The sigma doesn't care. The sigma is just checking the internet to see if everyone's dead yet with their gold. BB asking for instructions from Vox. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, the Sigma will be misseen as an alpha when they're not an alpha. Where I'm like, Vox, what's the plan? It's like, what? I don't, I'm not giving you plans. BB is a savant with this stuff. Well, I just, I'm a pattern guy. It's all patterns and it's all based on not lying. And I also interact all the time with letters. The most wide range of people you can ever have, like, Mr. Permi Bear is an alpha male. I don't know what, I, I can't always pin it, but like, it, that doesn't mean good or bad. It just is. He's like very comfortable telling men what to do and running a company. It's very obvious. You know, Coddington is obviously a Bravo. He is always supportive of this channel and me. I'm in his position as alpha 
And my success is his success. You can see it. You can see how, how he behaves. Uh, Mountain Bear is a delta. Mountain Bear is just all about occasionally producing a really good cartoon, working hard, you know, keeping his wife happy. You know, he really likes a well-finished product without any desire to be the head of anything. All right. Um, Joe Biden was an alpha at one time. It's hard to say when it comes to American politics because it almost feels like every single one has to be a gamma for some reason. I know it appears that Trump is an alpha. He follows a lot of that shit. But they all, since they're all fake leaders, like they're not actually with any authority, there's always something somewhat fake about it. There's something, I don't know, I can't put my finger on it. Coddington is a drone operator. Yeah, all right, that's going to be it for me today. I've done over three hours. This has been fun. Curtis Stone's great. Thank you for the letter, Northwing Bear. I really hope that helps you. And this is one thing, really understand, Northwing Bear. I'm not attacking you. Don't feel embarrassed. Okay? One of the big things that gammas do is they'll put themselves on the line and then they feel naked and like horrified when it doesn't go the way they will. Then they'll lie to themselves and they say, LOL, I'm loving this. This is great. There's no way you loved my reaction to that. Now, we're not looking at you any different. Okay? We like you. We want you here. We want you to become a Delta. We want you to be the best fucking electrician you can be. You've been through trauma. You detach. I get it. You're, you're self-assessing. You're trying to grow. The fact you're in this community means you like the truth. So tell yourself the truth. You know? Thanks for the therapy, B. I mean, anytime, Denmark Bear. I know you have feelings. I know you're not, I know you, you're not just a... Like, Gammas love to be seen as Sigmas. They're not. Sent you one last Super Chat, BB. Thank you. Kyneton Super Chats, please. Um, it, it's, it's not bad. Don't feel embarrassed. And you might, oh, I'm not embarrassed, LOL. I'm laughing my fucking ass off and squirting on the ground. You're not. There's no, I, just, just be honest, okay? And do your job well and people will like you. As far as gammas go, you seem like a good guy. And it's from trauma, probably. Just don't ever see yourself as a sigma or an alpha ever again. You're a delta. Your job is to, is to be competent at what you do. Sigmas are fucking nuts. No offense, I love Vox. Talk to him every day. Great guy. But like, don't fantasize about that life. Don't fantasize about being a Danish doctor who wants to see the world burn. Okay, it's like, it's kind of cool and sexy in a way. Like, oh, this mysterious guy doesn't want to be alpha and he's kind of distant, but he gets chicks. In their head, they're like obsessed with something retarded and you don't want to be that. Just trust me on that. It's like, it comes from trauma and it comes from being, okay, here's a lot of super chats. Run Boston Bear says, today was epic. Keep being a bright light in this dark world. Thank you. I'm just going to say it one more time. Northwing Bear, we like you. We want you to stay. I'm not attacking you and don't feel ashamed. Okay? Bravos are called betas half the time and beta cuck is like a soy boy. I don't care. I crush. Like it's so often people are like, oh, alphas, betas. How fucking funny is it that I'm like a beta? 
do I appear like a beta? Six, eight, father of four, head of like three companies, considered a cult leader. I don't feel embarrassed at all because it is my nature. I like to look up and to a bigger guy and help him accomplish his task because I had a very dominant brother. So I'm not a beta cuck soy boy male, but the word beta, I get it. I, I don't feel shame about it. Like if I was like, when I was on tour with Vince Vaughn, I was like, oh, I wanted to be seen as his like right-hand guy that always got shit done. It was always there in a pinch, you know, and, and an alpha would be insulted if you called him a Bravo or a beta or a second in charge. I think it's great. And I've had to fucking become an alpha because there's so few alphas. Most alphas suck, you know? And so it's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. You know, I'm not going to, and I, now that I have my own family, I'm comfortable now with alpha because I've had to learn how to like tell people what to do and all this shit. But like, I was never offended by that. Like, I, in fact, I'm like, yeah, great position. I would like to have been, like, I would have been, I would have rather have been Keith Richards than Mick Jagger. I would have rather be the guy that crushes the solo and you know, he's there and he's a great musician. He crushes but I didn't want to be the guy whose face is on the poster. I want to be the guy who's really good for that guy right behind that guy. Okay. Northwing Bear here. Bonus tip for a great letter reading. I aim to make each of my letters better than the last. Glad I stand with a low bar. One big nail in the coffin for my inner gamma. Good. You're going to be a Delta, dude. I have, I have a lot of faith in you. I know you're going to do it. But you have to be honest with yourself. You're not the isolated samurai with the scar on your face. I promise you, you're not. Okay, Farmer Bear. I received many great gifts and well wishes from my local bears and friends of bears without asking for much. After being retarded on a ladder, surgery went great. Thanks. Thank you and love you all. Keep crushing BB King of the Crushers. Thank you, Farmer Bear. Framer Bear. Hey, Curtis, it's Brother Kevin Lassard. How you doing, brother? I'm glad you are doing live streams again. Keep that gravy flowing. Yeah, Curtis is the man. Um, Supreme Top Shelf Gravy Served with Copperlado. Curtis, is your timeline for Canada's 2030 implementation on, tar- on Target? Um, since Curtis isn't here, I'll, I don't know the answer, but I'm sure that his goal is to, um, to get to a point where it doesn't matter. All right. I am LD, a.k.a. Verboden Bear. Awesome. Joe Gagan, already sharing the documentary trailer on Instagram. One of my... Normie customers message message today asking how to become a bear. Wow. Powerful. Kudos to Brian and Adam. Yeah, everybody did great. Yeah, the the director of that is now the famed documentarian of Yay West. So, I mean, we got him cheap. (laughs) Adam rules. All right. Uh, Thanks, Owen. I discovered Richard Grove's work in 2017. I think I read that already. And I've read the rest. All right, Kyneton, way to get my hopes up that I thought I had a lot of Super Chats. Turns out I only had a couple. Piece of shit. I hope Adam remembers us when he's all big and famous. Oh, yeah, he will. I'll never let him forget. I, I will be tediously, rem- I will remind him over and over again. I'll say, want to know who needs a pretty big donation these days? The Bertarian Defamation League. The BDL. Care to donate, Adam? I'm going to be like, to keep hate on, to keep from hate being on the rise, we're going to need a big BDL definition, uh, donation. Have you looked in the Quran yet? Quran also implies the earth is flat. 
Yeah, I haven't read the Quran, but there's a lot of gravy in the Quran, and one of my Muslim friends always sends me quotations from it, and it does appear to be quite based. In fact, we're talking like uh, we're talking with Curtis about law, land, air, water. If you think about the word of God in Islam, it's all law, all law, like Allah, all law. It's kind of interesting. Anyway, I think that's probably going to be it for me today. Oh no, did I read all my? Yeah, I read my letters. Everyone's getting it. Northwing Bear gets it. He's Mexican BB. He'll be loyal for life. Yeah, I know that. I'm just kidding around. But, you know, the Bertarian Defamation League always requires donations. Uh, it's how we keep hate from rising. There's a lot of anti-bear hate in the world. Look, I just spray painted a swastika on my cave. Everyone's coming for me. That'll be 25 grand. It's uh, non-tax deductible. Okay, David Christian Ricci is like five. Oh, are you guys talking about how big I am? I'm six foot eight. All right, guys. Unauthorized.tv, great time. Oh, I'm going to play the, the fucking, and do I have enough battery? Whoa, I forgot to plug in. We're going to play the, uh, I'm going to play a different version of the, of the trailer because Westside Bear actually has a funny joke at the end. It's kind of dirty, but I wanted two versions. I already played the, 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 the first version. And I'm make sure this is the right one. Did I do it? Dude, the one that they just sent me, I already played it. It's awesome. Everyone's getting it. I don't know. I guess I don't have that other one. Uh, Westside Bear goes, it's all about building and not blowing guys. But I didn't, I didn't put it on social because it's too vulgar. All right, let's watch this again. When Bertari Times talked about doing a festival here, why wouldn't we do it? And they chose our region specifically because we have a very strong bear community. Took some vision and a little hard work, but it's it's coming together finally. We had an event all over my farm. My wife would love me because it would be clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I win again. Uh, you name it, there's so many things that people here are so good at. The whole sound system, everything here is owned by a bear. We're coming up with a game plan. One, two, three, win. You know, we're not alone. It's not just me out here. There's other people who are having the ups and downs with me and share that commonality and build around and, and try to shape the world. But make it bigger than yourself, otherwise what's the point? You actually forget about all the other stuff that you were connected to and the, and the fear that comes from it. If you're right with your family, if you're right locally, everything else is okay. This is a community of question askers. We took a leap of faith. It's still paying off and it's going to keep paying off. We put our trust in the community by putting this all together. They came and showed the love right back. I just met these people five minutes ago, and I already know these are going to be close friends. This is Bertaria. This is what we need. Beautiful, everybody. If you want to donate to more land purchasing down there and fun activities like dome building and be a donor, and then you get on the email list and all the fun stuff, it's uh, Bert. BertariaCampgrounds.com. Everyone's getting it. Unauthorized.tv. P.O. Box 490, Sandpoint, Idaho, 83864. Entropy app slash Owen Benjamin Comedy. Um, is there anything else I need to plug? Is everybody getting it and good? 
The owner of the farm looks like a good-natured, happy man. Yes. Not going to lie, I might cry when I meet you guys. I'll give you a big bear hug. I might bring George, but I feel like he'd run away and no one would ever see him again. All right. That's it for me today, everybody. <laughs> Thanks again, Curtis Stone, the man. I will see you guys tomorrow. We are going to have a giant uh, snowstorm, allegedly. So uh, uh, much love. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you, everyone. Be fruitful and multiply. Don't be fruity and blow a guy.